welcome to Spice Chaos. Yes, happy Monday, everybody. It's Monday again. <laughs> wah, wah. Monday, and it's the last Monday in September. I can't even believe it. Yeah. Um, so as planner people, I feel like that I should always know the date, you know? <laughs> yeah. But at this point, I, all I know is that it's September something. It's September something. Well, it is about to be October something. It is. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. It has just flown the whole year. It has. And I love October. It's my favorite month of the whole year. Well, I like October. Um, and I like October and November. I don't love December as much. I love any time that it's cold. And October is like the time when it really starts to like give me the fall weather. So in Portland, our summer is like July to September. Oh yeah. Ours. Yeah. It's really hot here still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Today is our, I think official last 80 degree day. And then it's going to be rainy all week next week. Yeah. I know you love that. So if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Yes. Welcome. I would imagine that our amazing guest today might bring some folks that haven't heard us before because they love her. So they want to hear what she has to say. So welcome to Spice Chaos. We're so happy to have you. Your host over there um, on the west coast is caitlin from creating in chaos that's right and down south in the carolinas is your other co-host leanne from spice plans that's me and our guest today is the like just amazing katie steiner yes Um, oh my gosh i'm so excited to meet her and this okay just like (laughs) a whole bunch of real talk this episode has been so hard for all three of us to coordinate and to like get together and do we already started recording part of this and it didn't work um but like I feel like I've gotten to know her a little bit like through these <laughs> trials that we've been going through and I was brand new to Katie before we started recording this and before like we planned this episode and I have to say like I stinking love her like she is who I want to be when I grow up you I know? told you I told you Listen, you did. y'all, Katie has, listen, I don't know if this is for real and maybe we'll find this out today, but yeah. she has it together, y'all. Like her setup, her social media is like beautiful. Everything that I want to be. Right. Um, and even like her life, like it, she has a lot of kids and she seems like she has that all organized, like in like a <laughs> tight ship, you know, homeschools <laughs> them. She homeschools them. She's <laughs> just like, I just, no, saying that she's who you want to be when you grow up. Like I, now I know that she's younger than me, but I can still aspire to her, <laughs> yeah. her, but you know, obviously the stuff that you guys see on social media is not the whole story. Sure. Yeah. So we want to have her tell us today, like what the whole story really is, because I'm kind of hoping that she'll like peel back the layers a little bit and be like, ah, I'm a hot mess. Like y'all. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So anyway, without further ado, Katie, welcome to Spice Chaos. We are so happy to have you. Hello. I am so happy to be here. Oh, it is such an honor to get to talk to you. I love everything that you do, like your YouTube videos, your, your Instagram, just everything is just so beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on our show. I just am so thrilled to have you. Oh, well, I'm, I'm so excited to be here and Oh my gosh. Yes. I am definitely a hot mess behind all of the, all of the Instagram stuff. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, you really don't look like a mess. I mean, like, like 
when, you know, when I look at your profile on Instagram and it's like, stay at home, mom, five kids, homeschool. I'm just like, man. And yet you always like look beautiful and you're, listen, your YouTube channel, your videos like soothe me. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So real talk again, when that flower power, I think it was flower power planner came out. You had one of those mm-hmm. and you made a video on it. And I think I watched it like eight times. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Are you talking about, are you talking about the video that was on that Erin Condren shared or the one that was on my YouTube channel? It was the one on the YouTube channel where you were just flipping through okay. it. And it was just, you were just so like calm and just that's, I've seen others where you were calm, but that's the one that I remember the most because <laughs> I thought that that was going to be like my ride or die planner. So I was watching as many of those flower power videos as I could. Mm-hmm. And yours was my favorite, like by far. And I just, Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I love, I love your content. And um, yeah. Why don't you take a few minutes at the top of the show to kind of tell everybody if they're not already following you, like where they can find you and, you know, a little bit about yourself. Sure. All right, so um, it's always weird introducing yourself, um, but I'm going to do my best here. Um, I'm Katie Steiner. Um, I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I homeschool my kids, and I've got five of them, so we are definitely a little traveling circus whenever we go places. Um, You can find me. I'm I'm probably most active on my Instagram account, and you can find me there at Katie C. Steiner. But I do also have a YouTube channel um, that you can just just search for Katie Steiner and you should find it. And then I do have a very small Etsy shop that just has like a couple of different things that I've designed over the years. And that is called Katie Steiner Designs, all one word. Um, So you can find me there too. Well, um, your Etsy shop, tell, tell us about that a little bit because I know a lot about your Instagram and your YouTube but I, I did not know about your Etsy shop until like the other day when we attempted to record this. <laughs> yeah. so well, what do you have on there? So I actually never intended to open an Etsy shop. Um, that just sort of happened accidentally. Um, I had created a couple of documents, a couple of forms and charts and stuff like that for my own personal use in my homeschooling. And whenever I would share about that online, everyone always asked, like, can I buy this from you? Can I order this? Do you have an Etsy shop? And I would just say, no, no, no. Like, I'll just send it to you. But I had so many people asking at one point, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to open the Etsy shop. And that way, you know, it'll be a digital download. And if people want it, they can just buy it and then it'll be emailed to them automatically. So anyway, um, I, I have an Etsy shop now. (laughs) I think that that is so cool. Um, I love digital downloads. Like for me, instant gratification is a real problem. Yeah. (laughs) Those Etsy shops where I can download stuff and like print them from home. I love that. So that's, I think that's amazing, especially because like, obviously you probably would not call yourself some kind of homeschooling expert, but with five kids, you, you know, a little bit, you know what I mean? Like you, you know, a thing or two about what works. I know a little bit. I know a little bit. I, you know, I have picked up a couple of things. I'm still learning so much. And of course, like as our kids grow up, their needs are changing and you're like, okay, this worked last year, but this is not going to work in the future. So, you know, you have to kind of like 
reinvent the wheel a little bit. <laughs> so. yeah. And Caitlin, that's kind of how it is like in a, like a classroom that's not at home. I mean, totally. Yeah. So in the virtual classroom, I would say that our elementary program, cause we're a K through 12 school. Um, and so I would say that our elementary teachers have different, you know, digital tools that they're using and our middle school teachers and then our high school teachers, you know, it all just like works a little bit differently. So I definitely understand that. So Katie, how old are all your kids? Like, and, and what do you want to like, tell us about them? Like, do you remember all their names? Like (laughs) I do. Um, now when I go to the doctor and they're like, can you list all of your kids and all of their birthdays? I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, (laughs) oh, I hate it. Um, (laughs) so, um, my oldest, I have a daughter, Isabel, she's about to be 12 years old. Um, my second is Lacey, another daughter who is about to be 11 years old. And then I have my twins who are James and Claire and they're eight. And then my youngest is Michael and he's five. Wow. Oh my gosh. And do you know all of their social security numbers? (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. So you're oldest than is 12. So Caitlin, that's, I mean, Delilah's 13. So you guys are kind of in the same like territory here. Exactly. Yeah. I took a break between my two and Katie was still having babies uh, (laughs) during the time between my two. But yeah, my oldest is about to be, she's going to be 14 in November, y'all. Oh, that's great. And Harrison just turned six on the 22nd. So yep. Right around there. Well, mine are 10 and eight. I have a son who is 10 and a daughter who is eight. And then I have three others that are Jamie's and they're basically mine now too. Um, Yes. And Katie, our oldest is 15. Oh, wow. Oh, I did not know. I thought I knew. Okay. Cause I'm, cause I was a high school (laughs) teacher. Yeah. I thought that I knew a lot about like 15, 16 year old kids. Well, but, hey, I'm a middle school teacher. I was like, this adolescence thing is going to be a cakewalk, but it is so different when it's your own kid. Oh my gosh. You guys, 15 year old boys are hard. Like this is, that's a hard age. I don't know. And you know, our relationship obviously is kind of rocky anyway, because I'm not his mom and he's made it very clear to me that I'm not his mom. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I just found out, I just found out this week that he does not like my cooking. Oh, oh no! <laughs> the other like the four younger ones like eat whatever I put on their plates but you know yeah. Charlie has told his dad in confidence like I don't love her cooking and I don't know why Jamie decided to tell me that but I'm just kind of like well at this point I'm I don't know what to do um and that's one of the things that I want to talk to Katie about is how do you feed a family of seven Katie how do you do it oh man um like <laughs> honestly, that is one of the most stressful things about having this many kids is just feeding everybody. Oh my goodness. Um, so I definitely have to have a meal plan. Um, and I do use the Erin Condren, um, petite meal planner and that helps, but that helps a lot. Um, because I was getting myself into this, like really bad bind constantly where, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, what can I make for dinner tonight? I don't really know. We don't really have any food. I guess I'm going to go to the grocery store. So then I bring all of the kids to the grocery store. We go grocery shopping 
And by the time I'm done with all of that, I'm so tired that I don't want to cook anything. And I'm like, we'll just order pizza. <laughs> so, oh my um, gosh, that happens all the time. And since I have started, like, since I've really officially moved in here, I have been trying to do that meal plan thing. Mm-hmm. And that does help like to know what you're going to have every night ahead of time. But it's like, there are some nights where you've planned to have this one thing and you're missing that one ingredient. You don't want to go to the store. It's just, and making enough food for seven people is hard y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just yeah. don't eat. I just haven't, I just don't eat dinner. Like, <laughs> like I dish it up for everybody else. And then I just like eat the scraps off of people's plates Oh man! <laughs> while I'm loading the dishwasher. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, whatever we make, we're always, we're always having to like either double or triple the recipe, um, which is actually kind of nice because then my kids get to practice um, multiplication and addition whenever we're cooking. (laughs) Oh, that is so cute. Y'all she's homeschooling 24 hours a day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Well, and everything's a lesson. My husband is really good about that. Like when he makes something in the kitchen, he's like, yeah, come on in here, kids. But I just feel like I need room. And when I like am cooking, I kind of get into a zone and I have so much trouble with like patiently teaching my kids how to cook. It's so stressful for me. It's like, uh, I know that I should be teaching them those things, but that's really stressful for me. Yeah. Do your kids help you in the kitchen, Katie, when you're cooking? They do, but um, I really have to limit how many kids can come in the kitchen at one time yeah. because, of course, you start, you know, cooking something and they all want to come help you. And, it, you know, eventually it's like, okay, this is just chaos in here. You know, I need, you know, just one child, one or two children in here helping me at once. But they have actually become really independent cooking by themselves, okay. which is amazing. That's mm-hmm. such a big help because. If I'm working with my younger kids, I can send my older kids into the kitchen and they can co- they can go start cooking dinner. I mean, my, my daughter, my 12 my year old can actually cook spaghetti like all by herself from scratch. Oh, so oh my gosh. Oh, I, yeah. hope that, I hope that I get to that place one day. Um, yeah. Well, that makes me want to like bring Delilah in more because I had like a a little mini crisis the other day. I was like, she's going to be 14. That means we have four years until she's 18. Is she ready to go out into the world? And I'm not sure that she (laughs) is. So I think that maybe that'll be a little step that we take to get her ready. Well, and I feel that way with our 15 year old, because he'll come downstairs and he'll be like, dad, can you wash my clothes? (laughs) You know, now that I am this outsider that has kind of come into this family, I'm like, Jamie, you need to make him wash his own clothes. Mm-hmm. like he's like half he's like a half man at this point like he needs jeans. yeah you know? and I remember when I left for college like all of that stuff because my parents were the same way they were a little helicoptery they didn't really let us do very many things independently and so I remember going to college and I was like okay now I'm gonna learn how to do laundry and I messed <laughs> up a couple of loads and like cooking for the first time or like I don't know when to wash your dishes before, like it was a really bad situation. <laughs> like mm-hmm. all of those things I remember learning in college. Those were the un- unpaid for lessons that you get in college. Well, there are some things that you just kind of have to like a rule, like my rule for us when all five kids are there is that we don't go to bed with dishes in the sink. Oh yeah. That's a good yeah. Idea. Because if mm-hmm. we go to bed with dishes in the sink, 
then in the morning when it's breakfast time, there won't be dishes for breakfast. Right. Yeah. Cause there's so many people there. <laughs> there's so many people. So it's like, we have to keep the dishwasher running like all the time and getting it, the, getting the dishwasher. The only time that the dishes ever get put away in the cabinet are the weeks that we don't have the kids there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that we just, you know, pull from the dishwasher all week long when the kids are there. But yeah, like I have kind of, and Jamie is one of those people that he'll go to bed after a dinner and leave all the stuff in the kitchen, like in the sink. And then in the morning when he's making coffee, he empties and loads the dishwasher. And then I moved in and I was like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> like we cannot <laughs> have these huge dinners with seven people and just leave all of this stuff in the sink. Like we just can't. So, and that was never the way I was when I was living on my own. Caitlin, you know, mm-hmm. you know yeah, that I was, I, it's a struggle for me too. And I only have two kids. I totally get it. Yeah. When I moved out of my old house and into this new one, it was like, I was like basically doing a whole 180 as far as like who I am as a person. Um, <laughs> because in my old house, I was like, dishes in the sink, oh, let them pile up. But we only had, we had two kids. Yeah. You know, so it really didn't matter, but like now it is so much more important. So I love that you let your kids cook and that you let them come into the kitchen. I think that, you know, one of the things that I want to work on as a mom Mm -hmm. is involving my kids more in day-to-day things. When you homeschool, do you also do things like, so my kids go to Montessori school and they have um, a whole section of the day called practical life where they learn how to pour things. They learn how to, you know, separate whites from colors, like things like that, you know? So Katie, do you incorporate some of that, like, like real life skills into your homeschooling? Um, I would, I don't, I would say yes, but I don't actually call it part of homeschooling. I just kind of group that into part of being part of the family, right? Okay. You know, so like every morning before we start school, you know, we have to, we have to do our morning routine, you know, and that like consists of like hygiene stuff to just like take care of yourself, take care of your body, you know, get dressed, brush your hair, brush your teeth, eat breakfast, that kind of stuff. And then we kind of have like our morning chores. And, you know, that means that like, okay, so I have five kids and I have the housework kind of divided into different areas of the house. So like one kid will be in charge of like kitchen. The other one will be in charge of laundry. And then like for the younger ones, I have them like tidy up the living room or tidy up the dining room and stuff like that. And so I kind of divide it into zones. And then my kids have those chores for a whole month so that they get used to doing that job really well. But then at the end of the month, they're like so excited. Okay, this this is over and I get to do something new now. Um, so we kind of rotate in that way. And, you know, to, to me, that's the best way that it works for our family. Um, because it's really impossible to keep a house running if it's just one or two people doing the majority of the work. You know, but if we kind of, I, I, there's a saying that goes like, many hands lighten the load or something like that. Um, but that really helps us. And especially because we are home all day long. Um, it, it, it helps us to just kind of get in the mindset of everybody helps out because that's what you have to do when you live in a family. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that so much. And I'm getting so many ideas. Yeah. I love that you have them on a rotation. 
And I feel like that's something that would work well for us too, because my kids, they get a little unfocused like most kids. So I think that would, that is a really good idea. So yeah, but you know, saying like, okay, so for the month of October, like this is your job and this is your job and this is your job. Mm -hmm. And I can see how at the end of the month, they would be excited for a new task. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's, see, I'm taking notes over here, y'all. Like I'm some kind yeah. of <laughs> real stay at home mom with five kids. Yes. <laughs> Even I though know, I'm, now I'm wishing I had a couple of more kids to help with chores. <laughs> hey, you know, you can have more Caitlin. But the pro- it's a, like a long term. That's like the long game because they come out so small. They don't come out ready to help. <laughs> no, they sure don't. They, they really don't because I know Katie, you have a five year old. So what kind of chores can a five year old do? Like what what kind of chores happens there? Okay, so my five year old, you know, he does not have the biggest attention span. So normally I will either have him like, okay, so we have a um, hallway and we have a mud room. And so like those two small areas are like his job. So his job is making sure that everything in the mud room is tidy, everything, you know, that there's no, um, things left in the hallway and then he'll actually go and he'll sweep the hallway. Um, so I, I don't give him like really big jobs. I'll tell, I'll give him those small areas and then I'll also have him helping his older siblings with whatever they're working on at the time. So if I just honestly, like if I just need him out of my hair for a few minutes, I'll be like, Oh, go help your sister with that chore. And he'll go help her. Um, you know, and, and one of the things that you, that I've had to learn to accept when you have small kids helping is that you're going to have broken dishes. Yeah. Like it's just going to happen. You're going to have broken plates and broken dishes and, you know, forks and spoons that get thrown in the trash can instead of put into the sink. And um, (laughs) so it's caused me to be like a lot less precious about my things. So we buy the cheap dishes from Walmart. That way, when they break, it's not really a big deal because I'll just go buy more. Yeah. They probably don't like change up the patterns a lot, or you might just get some that, you know, you can always mix and match. (laughs) That is true. That is true. So I, I kind of came into, so my man friend (laughs) was, um, you know, he and his wife separated and he moved into a town home. And then two months later he met me Mm -hmm. and I, I don't want to say that I like moved in immediately, but I mean, how, how quick was it Caitlin that I was there almost all the time? Oh, pretty quick. I would say within the first month or two. Yeah. So I, I have been responsible for like most of the decorating. He had not decorated anything when I got there and then I did all the decorating. So I feel like it's kind of my place too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But his dishes are, he's got, okay. He, he was a, a single man. So he has his mother's wedding China. Okay. <laughs> which cannot go in the microwave because it's got no. like a little silver line around every dish. Right. And then he has a set of Christmas dishes. <laughs> <laughs> what Ikea? You guys need to take a weekend trip to Ikea. They have a box with everything you need. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we need to box up all of this stuff that you already have that is, does not match and can't be microwaved. And is like you said, it's precious, Katie. Like he's got his mom's wedding china. Mm -hmm. right you know and I can see us you know if we had like a fancy Thanksgiving or a fancy Christmas we could use some fancy wedding china or whatever but you know uh, for day to day there is this company that makes dishes I think it's called Corel oh yeah I love yeah yeah 
I don't think that those can break. Like, I don't know. Oh, yes, they can. My kids break them all the time. Oh, love that you guys are both like, nope, they can break. You're wrong, lady. <laughs> okay, so they are, they are like resistant to breaking, except mm-hmm. when they shatter. Exactly. And then it's all over the place. Then it takes like hours to clean it up and find all yeah. of the things that have shattered. Well, they're very, very lightweight. That's what I they like are. about them is that they don't weigh a lot. So like if I hand a kid a plate, they're not going to like double over with the weight of it. Right. Right. This man's Christmas dishes weigh like four pounds each. I bet they do. <laughs> Every time he gets those out and they're pretty and like, they don't even, they're, 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 they're red and green. And you could say they're Christmas dishes. They don't have a tree on them or a Santa or anything. Right. Um, but you know, I, I just, I watched the kids with the fancy wedding china and I just like, it's like, I'm, it's like my, I'm clenched all the time, you know, just like all the time, like stress, like, oh my gosh, they're going to break that dish. And it's like, well, no wonder meal times are so stressful for you. You're yeah. like so worried about the dishes. I, I'm worried about all of it. Uh, it's like now our silverware is like this mixed match of like stuff that was my grandmother's and stuff that was his mom's. And like, it's just, we need to just buckle down and go to a store and just like buy some stuff that will withstand all these people. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I recommend Ikea or Corel. Both are fantastic options for either breaking or not breaking. So I just discovered that my grocery store sells Corel dishes. Like the public that I go to every single week for groceries has Corel dishes. Are they just the standard white ones? That's like, oh, they have all kinds of patterns and stuff like in the aisle with like, you can buy a whole like baking sheet. You can get skillets. Like the stuff that you can get at the grocery store now is pretty amazing. Um, but, and I only know this because now I have to go in the grocery store. Katie, do you go to the grocery store every single week? Oh, no. Um, I, I discovered grocery pickup, um, a few years ago, and that has been a lifesaver. Um, but I will say, I will say that it's not always reliable. Um, so for example, like we just had a hurricane, a major hurricane hit our area. And when that happened, they pretty much just kind of shut down grocery pickup. And we had to actually go in the store. Oh. Uh, so I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't want to be here right now. I just want to go drive up in my car and have them load all of my groceries in. Um, oh, I agree. I totally agree. And J- Jamie has looked at the Instacart app. And Caitlin, we have talked about this at length that the man does not want me ordering from Instacart. Instacart will be your best friend. He figure out a way to <laughs> You, well, so what they say on the big fat Greek wedding, he might be the head, but you are the neck. So turn him <laughs> any way that you want him. <laughs> well, the last week I went to Publix. Here's what happened. And I know that this is not our show. This is Katie's show today, but just bear with me. Oh, no, I'm, I'm having fun here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the grocery store and I am the kind of person that's like, I don't want to chop an onion. I really don't. Like the recipe calls for an onion. There is a place in the produce department where they've already chopped the onion for you and put it in a container. So I'm all the time buying like the pre-chopped vegetables, like trying to cut corners. So I'm in line at the grocery store with my mask on and everything. And I've got, you know, $400 worth of groceries in the cart, like barely hanging on and a whole container of onions fell out of the cart and onto my foot. Oh no. And that was the moment that I was like, he and I are going to have to have a talk. 
because I can't do this every, I mean, like going to the grocery store and buying food for this many people, it's just, it takes up too much of my day. You know, it's like, if I can just do it online, like a true millennial and just pull up at the store and just have them put it in the car, that to me is just, it's priceless. It really is. I don't know how our parents did it y'all. I don't with all of like the modern stuff that we have now. I, I just, you know, with curbside know. Pickup, how, how did our parents even manage? I know. So what happened for my parents were that, okay, so my mom and then like my dad's sister and my mom's sister lived close by and they all had like, I guess there was two kids, two kids, four and one kid. So there were like five of us all together, three adults. And they would like take us all to the mall. One of them would stay with us at like the play area. The other one would like go out and do whatever they need to do at the mall. And then they would like switch off. So I think for my mom, the only way that it worked was that she had a village, but she I cannot. You got to tag team it. You have to. And like, I yeah. feel like that's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like that's what humans were built to do was to be in kind of a village. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I could do that in the way that like, I don't know. I don't think that necessarily we're that isolated, but I feel like everybody's like doing their own family thing. And there's not as much of that village, at least in my opinion, where I'm at. So Katie, definitely. Do you have a lot of like mom friends or homeschool mm. friends or like, what, what is that like homeschooling? Does that feel lonely or isolated or do you have a community of people or what's, how, what does that feel like? That's, that's a really good question. Um, so <laughs> let me give you pre COVID homeschooling, right? Okay. So pre COVID homeschooling, um, you know, I, and I guess it depends on the homeschooler, but I'll just kind of give you my perspective and you know what we did. Um, we joined a homeschool co-op that was like very local to us. And so we would go to co-op classes once a week. We would go on field trips with this group. Um, we would do mom's night out like once a month with this group of ladies. And it was just amazing. You really had a tribe, right? And it was good for the moms because we're not so lonely and isolated. It's good for the kids because they get to have community and practice those social skills that, you know, you kind of um, don't really get homeschooling. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, that was pre-COVID and then COVID happened yeah. and everything just sort of, you know, fell apart. Um, we actually also moved during COVID. So we moved, we were up in Alexandria, Louisiana, and in June of 2020, we moved back down to my hometown, which is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And when we moved, of course, like there was really nothing going on that I could be a part of. Um, and so it's just, it has been very isolating, like just this past couple of years of COVID. Um, but we are starting to venture out a little bit more. In fact, uh, I did find a local co-op that we can join and we uh, decided to kind of delay it because again, COVID has been so bad in our area. Um, but we are going to join that local co-op if it is the last thing that I do. Because <laughs> uh, my exactly. kids, it, you know, they have each other, which is amazing, but they need friends too. So, well, do they get along? I mean, five, how do they, do they get along? Like, what is that like during the day all day? Uh, it's a challenge. They, they play together really well when everyone's cooperating with one another. But of course, like they have, they have their own conflicts, they have their own fights and I'm having to like 
you know, put on my referee hat and, you know, figure out, okay, well, you know, who did what and, you know, who said what, and who owes who an apology. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Just having two. And I mean, so mine and Caitlin's situation, we are both so very different because I had my children really close together and Caitlin, you know, put all this distance between hers, which I really think I should have done. I mean, if I'm a real man, like I feel like I could fight all the time. Like I, I, I don't know. I guess I've never seen a fight between a six-year-old and a 13-year-old before. I'm sure you have, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like, okay, so my six-year-old is a little bit of a button pusher and he can figure out like what is going to bother her. And Delilah doesn't know how to really pick her battles yet. And she's also kind of young for 13, 14. And so there's a lot of tantrums. There's a lot of screaming back and forth at each other when they're fighting. When they're playing nice together, they really like each other. But yeah, yeah there is, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that. Well, my two, so, only two years between them, the way that they fight is like, all they do is tattle on each other. That they don't, they don't actually like talk to each other and say to each other that is bad. I never hear them like really sass each other, but as soon as one of them does anything that the other one doesn't like, it could be so minor, like just a tap or a ear flick or some stupid thing. They're they're (laughs) tattled constantly. And it does not matter how many times I tell them, look, coming to me with your problems is not your answer. You have got to work it out with your sister. You've got to work it out with your brother on your own. But that's, that's, what's hard for me is just all of the mommy, mommy, he did this mommy. She did that. Can you tell her to do this? You know? So I just, and because the five that we have now don't know each, I mean, they know each other now. I mean, the five kids definitely know each other now, but they're not fighting with each other amongst the five of them. They fight amongst the siblings. You know what I mean? Like Jamie's Mm -hmm. kids fight amongst themselves. I hear them upstairs and Jamie's always like, no, you can't hit your brother. And, (laughs) you know, and then my two are down here like, well, Daniel won't let me play with the switch, you know, like some Nintendo Nintendo thing or something, you know? So we have Mm -hmm. these separate battles like constantly going on at the same time. But I just, I cannot imagine five kids that are blood related. Like, <laughs> I, how many times a day do you hear mommy? I mean, you've got to be. Oh, so much. Crazy. You know? So I mean, much. And I, I, I'm experiencing just exactly what you're, what you're saying is that they're not really talking and communicating with each other about mm-hmm. their, about their problems. And so like, I feel like that's part of, you know, part of what I have to teach them. Like, okay, did you tell your sister that she hurt your feelings? Well, no. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the first step (laughs) to solving this problem (laughs) is you have to communicate with each other, you know? And so, um, yeah, but it's like, no matter how many times I go through that process, the next day, it's a different, it's, it's something new. So, uh, well, and being a mediator, like as a mom, um, I mean like the, the hats that we wear, you know, nurse, therapist, (laughs) all these things that we do, um, you know, I, I am not a trained professional. I don't know how to explain to Daniel why Hannah does the things that she does. Did you really just say trained professional? Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) You know, I don't know how to explain to him like, well, you know, she's feeling this way. And when you say, because my son is so introverted, he (laughs) wants to be alone in his room. He wants to, you know, play with his toys by himself in his room. He's almost like an only child in that way. Yeah. And then Hannah, 
needs to be with someone all the time. Oh my gosh. I think our kids are very similar personality. Yes. Like she constantly, and I don't know if, and look, Katie, once you get to five kids, that birth order thing just goes out the window. <laughs> Does it though? I Definitely. Don't know. <laughs> but like for me, and I think for Caitlin too, it's like the firstborn and the secondborn have these qualities. Yes. That like the secondborn needs someone with them all the time. Like always. Oh like they just. Yeah, Harrison is not a kid that can play with toys or, I mean, I guess he has the ability, but he chooses not to. And he is always like wanting to like have that FaceTime, like interacting or doing something with someone. Whereas Delilah, like when she was little, she could play with a box of rocks and nobody could look at her for like an hour and she'd be fine. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is, that is the way Daniel was. When I was pregnant with Hannah and Daniel was a two-year-old. Yes. Like all I did the whole pregnancy was just like watch Desperate Housewives on my iPad while he played with Legos. <laughs> Yeah. No. And then Hannah was born and she needed me next to her all the time. So Katie, do you have kids that are like super clingy and need you all the time versus like independence? Like, do you see that coming out in their personalities? Definitely. Um, I mean, I definitely have kids who want to play by who would rather play with each other than play by themselves. And I have other kids that want to be by themselves and just like, everybody leave me alone. I'm going to go read a book. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> it's, um, it, it's, it's always interesting, but that has know, been that's, the, uh, that's been the coolest thing for me about learning these other three children that aren't mine yeah. is like how everybody's personalities develop differently. Mm-hmm. You know, because like Jamie's youngest child, who is the same age as my oldest, Um, he has like really kind of cling to, or, you know, he, he really, really likes me. Like every time, you know, when we're, when we're all there together, like he wants to hang out with me. He wants to hang out with my kids because his two older brothers are like doing things. I I don't know. It's just, it's watching all of these different personalities in these children develop. It's just, it's, it's really amazing. I kind of wish that I had had more of my own. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, and I know that that would have complicated my situation now, but I just, I do sometimes think like watching, that's the coolest thing about being a mom. Yeah. Is like these people that, you know, kind of belong to you, but really don't. Yeah. It's like, they're yours, but they're not at the same time. It's like, they're developing these personalities that are completely individual and separate from you. Yeah. I always tell uh, people like when we're having conversations like this, that the universe gave me these kids, um, like as a loan and that's my job to give them back to the universe. Oh, I love that. Yes. That is so, that is so great. That is, that is so beautiful because I mean, the kind of kids that we send out into the universe, I mean, really it's, I, I hate like, even as a teacher, like even kind of quietly passing judgment on parents like I felt bad about that as a parent yeah um but at the same time just the stuff that they learn at home that is kind of what they take out into the world that sticks with them yeah so you know y'all they watch us all the time they really do I know Harrison will like bring up something from weeks ago and I was like oh really you watched you saw us do that (laughs) like (laughs) I mean like I some of the things that you know they will like regurgitate that we have said Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh. I didn't even know that you heard us, you know? Right. Yeah. So have you ever like, have you ever passed a mirror like in a store and it's just, you know, like, I don't know the way it's angled or the way it's like bent, you know, it kind of shows you like 
you know, um, in a very unflattering way. And you're like, oh, do I really look like that? I feel like that (laughs) with my kids sometimes. It's like, oh, you know, like I did not mean for you to hear that word and you just repeated it. And uh, now we have to have a conversation about that being a grown up word and not a children word. Yes. Yes. So Daniel got in trouble at school about a year ago, maybe, well, it was before COVID. Um, So maybe two years ago when they were all still in school and things were normal. Um, He called some girls idiots. and you know his teacher emailed us and said here's what happened and basically what she said was when she talked to him about it he said well my dad calls people idiots when he's playing video games oh no and (laughs) so you know in my mind I was like where did he even hear the word idiot like I would never like I'm not saying that on a daily basis but you know he's watching his dad play video games and sometimes his filter is completely gone when he's doing that stuff so it's like you know but then when he described to me what these other children were doing he was right they were being idiots oh no (laughs) you know and it's like there's times when you know your kid's assessment of the situation is correct but the way they handled it is not Right. right. So like you can think that they're idiots in your brain, but you can't say that to them. You can't say that out loud. Yeah. Right. So I was like, look, that's like adulting 101 is seeing an idiot and not calling them out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like we had to have this whole conversation, but the way he threw his dad under the bus was just like amazing. <laughs> right under there. Well, my dad calls them idiots when he's playing video games. So, you know, it is interesting how you do all this stuff with them until they're five or six years old and then you send them out into the world at least I mean if you're not homeschooling and you put them in school away from home and you just cross your fingers (laughs) embarrass you (laughs) you know so when I've heard like oh Hannah was kind today or she shared today I'm like oh okay thank god because that is not who she is at home and then when I hear (laughs) Daniel called some girls idiots on the playground I'm like oh okay so let's unpack this but yeah like it's just you don't we have no control over who they become once they can talk yeah or okay I kind of think that that is like predetermined like this might be a little like hippy dippy of me but I swear the like personalities and the movements that they had like when they were inside of my body translated to their personalities and like even these little personalities when they were first newborns I swear those things are like predetermined it was already in there (laughs) they just had to like you know let it out yeah were your pregnancies different Katie like with all I mean I know that you had the 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 one that was a multiple like the twins right so were, were they all different when you were pregnant um gosh I'm 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 trying to think back um I, I can't think of anything that was like really distinctive about the different pregnancies. Okay. Other than like more sick different levels. Blood. Right. I mean, like I, I was, I was, I had morning, more morning sickness when I was pregnant with the twins, you know, because I mean, you have double the hormones going through yeah. your body at the time. Um, so I was definitely more sick for that, but um, I think just, you know, the way I experienced pregnancy was very different. Because of course, my first pregnancy, I didn't have any kids. So if I wanted to go take a nap, I could just go take a nap and it wasn't a big deal. 
But then my second pregnancy, I was already a mom and I had a baby. So it was like, I can't just nap whenever I want to. Mm -hmm. I have to actually like, you know, um, you know, take care of this other little person. So, (laughs) you know, they they were different, but I I can't think of anything distinctive about the different pregnancies that were different. Mm -hmm. So do you ever get to take a nap now? (laughs) You know, um, sometimes. I, I can, I can attempt a nap, um, sometimes and the kids are, they, they do a pretty good job. If I let them know, Hey, mom's going in this room, I'm going to take a nap. I need y'all to be quiet. You know, um, I can, I can maybe like put them in front of the TV and let them watch TV for a little while so that I can actually get some rest. But if I don't do that, they're going to, you know, someone is going to forget that mom's taking a nap and start screaming in the house. And then Uh my nap is done. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm not a very good napper. I can't like, I I'm an overthinker, so I don't do, I don't take naps very much. See, Caitlin can't nap at all. And I have this like nap history where I used to be able to like, for me to nap, I needed like a good three and a half hours Mm -hmm. where no one was going to bother me. And now I have learned that 17 minutes on the couch is all you need. 17 (laughs) Set the timer on your phone for 20 minutes and hope that you get 17 you know like right (laughs) and that's kind of the way that I'm finding myself napping now is just sporadically but yeah I I I don't and I don't want for the whole episode to be about like oh Katie has five kids because we're going to talk about planners here (laughs) yeah we are going to talk about planners soon is is that what we're here to talk about (laughs) (laughs) we're here to talk about life that's what we're here to talk about the planner I love it the planners are just like the icing. So, (laughs) but you know, it's just, and I know that my, you know, coming into this family and now, you know, having five kids in my house at one time is obviously not the same as I gave birth to five children. Um, but it's just listening to you talk about like how you plan meals and you know, that kind of stuff. If you ever want to like do more content on your YouTube channel about that kind of thing. Like you feel free because I need all the help. (laughs) Um, just for my two weeks of the month where I have to feed all these people, because when you have a 15 year old boy in your house, Mm -hmm. I mean, he eats like, I I have never seen a person eat as much as him. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's how my kids are though, too. Even like when they came home for the pandemic, for like the pandemic and we were doing the comprehensive distance learning, I was like, do you guys get a snack every 10 minutes when you're at school? Like what is your actual <laughs> schedule? Like what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. So when you homeschool and you have this many kids at home, do they snack? I mean, like, how do you control that? Like, I feel like when the pandemic hit, all they wanted to do was eat all day. Like how, yeah. how do you snack all the time? Like, what is it like for you? Like, do you, do you feel like you're giving them snacks all day or what, do you, how do you do that? Um, okay. So I don't let them snack around meal times, you know, and I do require them to ask me before they go get a snack. Okay. So if it's like, you know, if it's like mid morning where, you know, it's, it, it's not right after breakfast and it's not just before lunch, they know, you know, if I ask mom for a snack now, she'll probably say yes. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and so same with like in the afternoon, you know, where it's not right after lunch, but it's not right before dinner. Those are usually the times that I'll let them snack. 
Um, but otherwise I'm like, no, you have to wait till our meal because <laughs> otherwise they won't eat, they won't eat their meal. So yeah, they well, go into this whole like meltdown. They're like, I'm so hungry. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're just fine. Yeah. They act like they're going to perish. To death. <laughs> they don't have a bag right. of for a second. Yeah. You know, and I, I just, when the pandemic hit, I could not believe how much food we went through. Like, I know. I, I just, I having, and, and look, Katie, you are responsible for your kids all day, all their meals, but mine, mine bought their lunch at school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a reprieve from lunch while they were at school. You know, it's like, breakfast. I, I even packed it, but I like, I knew like what I was packing. Like I was like, right. okay, you, get, you get this and this and this in your lunchbox. And I don't have to worry about like, putting it on a plate or like oh exactly we got our whole routine yes but then the pandemic hit it was like oh y'all were expecting three meals a day (laughs) (laughs) and snacks like who can afford this it's like oh so but I have seen Jamie's kids in the kitchen like cutting up a plum on their own like Ooh, it's a healthy choice too. Good job. Yes, like they go in the kitchen, they make this healthy choice, and then mine go in there, and they're like, um, "There's nothing in the pantry to eat." And I'm like, "There's so many snacks, but they don't want, you know, a nice washy right. granola bar or like some veggie straws. Like what they want is flaming hot Cheetos." Yes. My, <laughs> here's here's a a trick that I use with my kids. Like if it's if if they've already had like their meal, and then maybe like a chips or something like a snack that's not like a healthy thing like if they come to me again after that like and ask for a snack I'm like okay well you can have a crunchy carrot or you can have an apple and I feel like no I don't want that and I, I just tell them I'm like well I guess you're not that hungry then <laughs> try yes. again here. exactly and after um like six weeks of my kids coming back and forth and being in this new household with us the other night they asked for a snack and I said well we have apples in the fridge <laughs> yeah and they both went to the fridge and got an apple. And I was like, who are you? You were like, totally. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Yes. They were so happy to just go have an apple. And, you know, they just, they, I didn't even have to cut it up. They just ate them with their teeth. Excellent. Nice. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is amazing. So they're learning, they're adjusting. <laughs> I like to cut the fruit though, because it makes it a little bit less messy, especially if we're talking like a peach, a plum or a pear or something that's like juicy like that. I'm like, okay, let's <laughs> just cut that so that we don't have to like have a snack and then wash laundry. You know? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll see one of Jamie's just come into the kitchen, get a plate, you know, like a nice fancy China plate uh-huh. out of the cabinet. And then go and get a plum and just get the, the sharp, sharp knife and cut it up. And I'm just like, oh, Jamie, you're letting him just cut that with a sharp, sharp knife. <laughs> yeah. They got this. They got it. He's like, he knows how to do it. And I'm just like, all right, well, when it's bloody all over the counter, like, I'm not going to the ER. <laughs> so, but no, they, they really are. I love, you know, you mentioning that, like, now your 12-year-old can go and make spaghetti. Um, the 15 year old will come in and make ramen noodles like 20 minutes before I make dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now we know why, don't we? <laughs> well, he doesn't like my dinner. That's why. Right. Right. But at the time I thought he was just super hungry, but Jamie has said he just needs a lot to eat. Like he needs the dinner and the ramen noodles, you know, like he wants the, so, you know, he does know how to make like a few things on his own. Um, but I don't trust my two in the kitchen at all. Like, no, no. like, 
I mean, I know that Hannah has helped us with some things, but I mean, Daniel walks in there and he's like, I don't even know where like the mustard is. Oh, <laughs> so I have a lot of work to do. I really do. And it's, it's interesting how, when you blend your families, mm-hmm. all of the things where, you know, all the areas where you have fallen short as a parent come mm-hmm. to the forefront. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ooh, someone else is looking at your kids now and seeing all the things that you've done wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like that when whenever we moved in with my parents um, during the hurricane. So we were without power for 10 days. Oh my God. Uh, where we live. And so in and for the hurricane itself, we went and stayed at my parents' house because we have so many big tall trees around our house that it just wasn't safe to stay here. And so, you know, we, we went to my parents' house and said, that's me and my husband and our five kids. My sister was there. My brother was there because he, he lives in New Orleans. And so he had come up also. And, um, oh my gosh, like it was definitely, I, I kind of felt like, oh my gosh, we're on display here. Like all of our bad habits, you know, are just like on display for everybody to see, but um, you know, it was, it ended up being a pretty good experience for, for everybody. So we, uh, we got on each other's nerves a little bit, but we survived. So that is my life now, two weeks of the month, every <laughs> month. Yeah. Here we are on display. Um, <laughs> the Spicer's on display for everyone to see in all of our life <laughs> problems. Because, oh. like, my son is a very picky eater mm. and when it was just the three of us, like after my husband left and it was just the three of us at home, when I would, you know, make them food, I would make whatever I was having for dinner. And then Hannah would eat that, but then Daniel was picky. So I would make him something different, mm-hmm. you know, like I always kind of accommodated him Yeah. Um, because it was easier and no one was watching. So it was like, as long as he eats and he's not hungry. Now, when he was really little and he started showing those picky eater signs, my pediatrician said, you need to make him go hungry. Oh yeah. Yeah, That's the way he put it. He said, when you cook something for dinner, you put it in front of him. And if he doesn't eat it, then he can be hungry. Mm -hmm. And I don't know y'all moms out there. That was not, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I, I just, I just couldn't, I didn't have the strength to watch my child be hungry. Mm-hmm. And now, just- yes, now he's 10 and we're on display in front of this other family. And they're mm-hmm. like, why does he not eat the chicken? Mm-hmm. Because Jamie's kids just eat whatever you put in front of them because Jamie and his ex-wife were like, y'all eat what we cook or you don't eat. That's how we are too. <laughs> and, I, you know, so now Daniel sits at the table every night and struggles and it's my fault and everyone sees it. And it's just like, oh, it's just so mealtime is so stressful for us. And it won't always be like, give us a year, like give us a few months and everything will feel different. But you know, it's like ever since we moved in here, Jamie said, okay, well, I'm going to help your son eat better. Oh, but did you ask for that? <laughs> um, well, I mean, his dad's not going to do it. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't have the strength as a woman to watch my child starve. So, you know, Jamie is just like, if he doesn't eat it, he doesn't, he, you know, don't, don't let him have dessert. Don't, don't give him anything else. So I cook the food and I put it on the plates and Daniel knows now if he eats it, then he gets dessert. If he doesn't, he doesn't get dessert. And if he's hungry later, it's his own fault, but it's a struggle, you know, it's hard like every night. So it's just, I don't know how long it's going to feel this way, but 
it's just mealtime, like you said, Katie, is like the hardest thing. It's just eating everybody and having enough food and making the recipe, you know, doubling or tripling the recipe and making sure that it's enough for everyone. And then you have the 15 year old that's like, I don't like the way she cooks. So (laughs) it's all just very stressful. So let's, let's turn, let's turn a page. Take a left turn. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about planners because I mean, we are a planner girl podcast. We talk a lot about the stuff that happens behind the planner, but um, we want to know, so this past, like, I don't know, six months, um, Erin Condren has released a lot of way cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's been real fun, like as a, as a consumer <laughs> to, to do all that shopping. <laughs> so what has been your favorite, like, what is your favorite stuff from the past few months, like releases? Like what, what are you loving right now from Erin Condren? Okay. So <laughs> This is, this is going to be kind of a long story, but I have had like, I feel like Erin Condren kind of gave me an identity crisis with all of these new options that they were releasing, like, you know, with the release of the ring agenda, which was amazing. And also this, you know, beautiful flora pattern, which is a lot more neutral than the colorful stuff that I'm used to. And I just kind of felt like I needed to try something different. Right. Um, so I, and I think part of my problem is that I tried too much different all at once and it just didn't work out for me. (laughs) So I tried the, um, I tried to become a daily planner person from a weekly and I bought the flora agenda, the flora ring agenda. That's the, um, that was the daily duo. Yeah. And so I bought that and I don't know, I just, I, I had a lot of trouble finding my groove in it and I still love the product. Like it's, it's still totally beautiful, but I just, I felt like I wasn't having the same joy that I felt whenever I was planning in my horizontal colorful planner. And so I actually went back to that, but I actually tried it the different size. I got the A5 size foiled horizontal planner and I am just loving it. Um, I feel like it, um, it works for my life better. And I also love just having all of the colorful stickers that just kind of, I can be creative with how I plan my layouts and stuff. Well, full disclosure. Um, I ordered an A5 colorful horizontal today. Did you? Because of you. Yes. Because of you. Oh, Um, (laughs) you totally influenced me and I was sitting at the baseball game and I was, listen, this is how I do. If a big planner company has a sale, right. Then I wait until three days after the sale to place my order. So I do it right before because (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's just my luck. Yeah. Well, okay. So Aaron Condor did their friends and family sale last week. And I was busy and wasn't paying attention, and I didn't realize that I wanted anything else. And then all of a sudden, I started getting all of these like EC Squad emails about stuff that's coming up, and I'm like, "Yeah, let me get back into this EC life." And then I realized that you can customize the coil on your A5, which I did not. When when the A5 first came out, I went to the store in Fairfax, and the only kind of coil that you could get was platinum. So I I have an A5 daily duo on a platinum coil and I know that it's stupid. Y'all don't come for me, but I don't love that coil. So I don't love the planner. 
Mm, yeah. Makes sense. You know, I'm like I'm a happy planner person. And if my discs aren't looking right, I don't, I'm not. Yeah. I need, I need a gold coil. That, mm-hmm. that is my jam. I, so now that I know, once I figured out that you could customize the coil online, that's, and then I saw your horizontal A5 spreads on Instagram. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this because horizontal is my jam. Yeah. I, I, I like vertical too. I like to plan in a vertical planner because the stickers look really cute in a vertical layout. They really do. But for me, functionally horizontal works better. Yeah. I kind of have to sacrifice some of the cute for more of the functional. Does that make sense? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then when EC came out with the ring agendas, like the rings or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, I really, really want just the, like the ring part. Um, but I tried rings like a couple months before that came out from Hobby Lobby and I, I didn't, I didn't love it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel you when you say like, it wasn't bringing you joy. Yeah. And, and to me, like, if I don't have joy, I'm not going to use it. Yes. I'm not going yes. to. Yeah. And, and so it's like, what's the point of having something if you're not going to use it? Yes. So. And, you know, I, I guess we are all kind of at this place where when you touch your planner, it should bring you joy. Absolutely. Um, right. And, you know, you saying that just now was like, yes, that is how I felt is that I have all these different planner systems and here we are going to start on a new month, which means I have a whole nother opportunity to try again. Absolutely. And, <laughs> Cause you can't start in the middle of a month. Y'all know. Um, <laughs> like that's the worst. Don't do that. It's like, Oh, well it's September 3rd and I've already messed up this planner. So I guess I'll wait till October. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I, I have ordered a lot of happy planner stuff lately and that stuff is giving me all like the joy vibes yeah. and then seeing your horizontal a five, I was like, all right, that's, that's what I need to do at least for my purse. Mm-hmm. you know right. if, I, if I don't go a5 for like my catch-all everything like ride or die planner the a5 is beautiful for your purse and definitely I, I just I your handwriting is so pretty in your planner like oh you, thank you you're so lucky that you just get to like write pretty <laughs> <laughs> you see you know I look at my handwriting and I feel like it's messy um, and, and, and I, I think people are just like that. Like people, people see the flaws in themselves, Yeah. whereas in other people, they see the beauty. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Cause there was one, there's been a couple of times that I have put up a planner spread and people have said, Ooh, I really like your lettering. And I'm like, lettering, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you are using that term loosely because that is not lettering. That is just me kind of scribbling and like a, with a flare pen. And I feel like mine has gotten worse over the years, especially as a teacher, like having to scroll out hall passes or whatever I had to do in brick and mortar school when I worked there. And just all these little, like making quick notes in meetings and all of that, you know, I feel like it's gradually gotten worse. Well, I, I know that, I mean, I have done some lettering practice, um, Mm -hmm. but I guess there are people that can write in all uppercase and it looks really cute. But for me, it looks like a kindergartner wrote it. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, and you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that like I follow accounts on Instagram because people have pretty handwriting. Um, 
but there's so many different kinds of handwriting. Yeah. There's so many different people in our community that letter, they do hand lettering in their planners and it's Mm -hmm. all like, it's all different. You know, it's like you have, you know, you have llama letters and her lettering and you have Heather Kell and her lettering. And then you have like, you know, it's just everybody's kind of stuff just looks different. So I kind of accepted, well, this is what my lettering looks like. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to look just like theirs because we're not the same person. Um, But I I don't know. Y'all did call me out before we even started the show. Is this like, (laughs) you don't know what time it is. Maybe you need a planner. (laughs) i have all this planner stuff and i never write in it so it's just i need to i need to i need like a but i did just receive like 20 new sticker books from happy planner so not that they gave it to me i totally (laughs) (laughs) i i did buy them um but yeah that's kind of like the jolt of lightning that i think i need because i have all these new beautiful stickers so i'm hoping that that helps me um and that i have this cute little like horizontal a5 coming um oh, yay a5 is such a cool size y'all i've never tried I love it. it half letter is it much different from half letter <sighs> have you ever used i've a never half tried letter? half letter no i've never tried half letter so i can't really compare yeah i don't either i know that um which which um planner company do you i don't want to say work for caitlin like which company do you use that has <laughs> half letter fancy plans co Fancy Plans Co. Okay, so I have never tried, I've never tried Half Letter. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't really know what A5 means. Do you know? Do y'all know what A, what is A5 even? No. Because no, I also have some B6s. Um, I don't know what that is either. <laughs> it's just like, well, this one's a little bit more square and this one's kind of more narrow. So. <laughs> Let's go with the alphabet. Yes. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I think that my favorite, my favorite size is like the classics, like seven by nine. Me too. My favorite. That's like happy planner classic. That's my fave. I think that, I think that's my favorite. And the one thing that keeps me coming back all the time to like the Aaron Condren stuff is that they have all of those amazing customizable covers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every season they're like, Hey, it's fall. So here's all your cool Halloween and fall covers. I know that is one and, one thing that the happy planner doesn't do very well. They need to start selling covers separately. Well, I don't know why they don't do that. The EC squad email came out like yesterday with mm-hmm. like a little teaser picture of some of the new holiday covers. Did you see it, Katie? I did. They're so, so cute. I they're can't so wait. Cute. I know they're under embargo for a few days, but um, let me just say like the holiday stuff that, that for me is what is the hardest thing about like trying to decide between Happy Planner and Erin Condren is that like I love those covers from Erin Condren. I love them. They're so pretty. <sighs> They're so pretty and they have my name on them and I love anything that says Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> so but um that I think that's the hardest thing. I and I love the Erin Condren paper. I can't I mean it's just it's my favorite. It's my favorite paper of all the paper. Mm-hmm. Um do you think that the paper has changed Katie? Have you noticed anything? Oh, okay. So this is interesting. Um, I had been using the softbound planner for several years. And the softbound planner paper is different because it's manufactured in another company. I mean, in another country by another company, right? So, you know, like I did notice a difference. But to me, it was like, oh, this is different because it's, it's a softbound planner. 
And then I just went back to a coiled planner this year after several years of not using coiled. Um, and, you know, I didn't notice any changes in the paper, but maybe that's just, you know, my, my perception. Yeah. Well, there have been people, well, y'all know Facebook is a nasty place, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, if you want to hear a complaint about a company, just go to their Facebook groups because those, that's where yeah. are just the meanest, but you know, it's like you get the tiniest little bit of like shadowing with your pen. And mm-hmm. these people are out here in the Facebook group, like, look at this bad quality paper. Oh my gosh, I can see my pen. Can you see that? You know, and I just, <laughs> so I haven't noticed any difference. Now, people that want to come into the DMs and say, yes, the Aaron Condren paper has changed over the years. That's fine. Um, I have had some of those softbound planners and it's the same kind of paper, I think, um, in like the petite planners and the notebooks, like the little, um, like the softbound notebooks that they make, um, right. that paper does not feel the same to me as like your standard coiled life planner. Right. Right. But that coiled life planner paper that has that little bit of grit to it, you know, where it like fights your pen just a little bit when you're writing, <laughs> um, I, I feel like a total planner snob, like, you know, <laughs> comparing different types of paper, but it really like, okay. So if you're going to be using a whole a planner for a whole year, every single day, you really want the best quality available, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it depends on your pen because, you know, yeah. I have friends like, well, I mean, obviously I'm friends with Caitlin, but then like my friend, like Katie V the planner B. Um, like she goes hard for those Villa Beautiful pens, which are lovely. I love those. Yes. But then like, if you want to write in a plum paper planner with a Villa Beautiful pen, you're going to get some smear because that's just the kind of paper that it is. Now that plum paper, right. Paper, the plum paper paper is mm-hmm. amazing. It really is, but you have to have the right pen. Oh so, no. So I might not get my, I was talking about ordering a plum paper, but I love my Villa Beautiful pen. Well, and that's what I was thinking about when you were telling me, like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, you know, you're going to need, you're going to need a pen that isn't, has no like smear, you know, you can't, because that plum paper, paper is, I mean, it's like butter. I mean, it is smooth. It's, it's very, very beautiful. It feels so good. But then if you get the wrong pen on it, it makes a mess. But y'all know my pens have to look like a magic marker. Like I need like a big, (laughs) thick line. Like I love a felt tip. I love those Aaron Condren dual tip markers. And I, I love those. I don't use anything else. Occasionally I will throw in a papermate flare, mm-hmm. but you know, the, um, like the Villa beautiful pens, that stuff. I, I just, they're so pretty, but I don't like the way they write in my planner. Oh, I love them. I love anything like the finer, the point, the better. Yes. Caitlin needs to write with like a hypodermic needle. <laughs> Yeah, like if we were back in like the 1800s, the quill, like the quill, that would have been my jam. And I'm out here with oh. like a Sharpie. <laughs> you see, and I use both. I use, I like a, I like a medium kind of like thicker tip for, mm-hmm. you know, writing my times in my planner. Like if I'm doing something, you know, at 11 o'clock, I'll write 11 o'clock in the thick, um, you know, marker tip, but then I'll write in fine tip for the rest, you know, about what the event is. Y'all, so I kind of like planners, her planners look beautiful. That's why right there. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the pen, the pen makes it makes all the difference. And 
as far as like paper changes, I mean, there have been people in the happy planner community that have said the paper is different too. So it's like that's a different ball game. The happy planner basically uses printer paper. Like nobody uses the happy planner because it has good paper. Like let's just be real. Well, <laughs> yeah, you may be right. I, I don't. I don't know. But the the happy planner that I just received the other day is amazing. The paper or what? Just I don't know. I like everything about it. I turned the pages. I smelled it. It all smelled good. Like I was. Like I was very happy with the planner that I received, um, but nothing smells as good as a fresh Erin Condren life planner when it comes out of the box. I mean, that is just, yeah. that smell is like intoxicating. And so Katie, Caitlin ordered one Erin Condren planner. Like, <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to go here. We're going to go here. Okay. <laughs> she, she ordered, she ordered a daily duo. And when it came, I mean, all I can say is that it didn't bring you joy. You know, you didn't feel, you didn't feel any of that like fun feeling when you opened the box. I didn't. And when an Erin Condren box comes to my door, I mean, it is like (laughs) all up and down my spine. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, everybody's just different. Um, So what does your planner lineup look like right now? Like right now, Katie, what are you using right now? All the things. Okay. So first of all, like I I have a lot more planners and stuff than I'm actually using right now, but I mean, honestly, you can't just use all of it. I mean, it's just, it's so much. So, um, but like my everyday planners that I'm actually using right now, I have my A5 mid-century circle life planner, which is the horizontal layout that we were talking about. I'm also using the teacher lesson planner, and that's what I use for my homeschool lesson plans. And then I have that petite meal planner that I use. So those are like my top three right now. So do you just kind of tuck the meal planner in with your other planner or do you have it in a folio? Okay. So I actually keep my meal planner in my kitchen because whenever my kids are, you know, wondering what's for dinner, they just, you know, take the meal planner and look and see what's, you know, what's in the meal plan for that day. And I also have my recipe book right by it. Um, so, you know, if, if, if they're helping with dinner and I ask them, hey, can you get started cooking dinner right now? They can open the recipe book and find what they're looking for. Oh, you're brave to let your children touch your planner. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, I mean, you know, this is, this is like the recipe book. So, you know, it's like, uh, um, it's not my actual planner. Like my kids don't really touch my planners. They know better. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> they know better. <laughs> yeah. She's put the fear of God in them. <laughs> no, I, I, had, I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> I had some little art, some little young artists scribble in my planner before that always makes it, you know, interesting. So <laughs> I you know I have had that too. And like I actually saved that's like one of the planners that I saved. And then I open it up to that page and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm like forgetting the fact, forgetting the fact that I totally lost my shit whenever, (laughs) whenever it happened. Exactly. When I had like a mental breakdown a little bit. I was not a gentle parent when I saw that. Um. (laughs) Leanne knows I subscribe to all the gentle parenting. (laughs) I know. I know you do. I know. But like, no, I have seen some pictures on, um, 
Instagram and Facebook of women who have said like, oh, my child got my planner. And then you see it and it's like, oh. <laughs> and it just like mm-hmm. breaks your heart a little for this. It does. I mm-hmm. like totally feel, I'm so empathetic. I'm just like, oh girl, I know. <laughs> it's like, I wonder what would happen. What's up the little three? Like, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if we actually like gave our kids our planners and we're like, here, you decorate this week. Oh, that could be kind of fun, but a little scary. It depends. A little scary. I mean, we would have to write in like our important stuff, right? (laughs) Then letting the kids just go to town decorating. I think that would be interesting. I could see like planning challenge. Yeah, I could see letting my (laughs) kids decorate one week, and then I could put plans on top of what they decorated. You know what I mean? Like they would decorate it, and then I could fill my plans in on top of whatever stuff they put in there. But like for me to try to write my plans and then have them decorate around it, oh, that would be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that could give them a blank slate, I think they would be fine. Um, and you know, I know um, Caitlin Delilah does like your planner stuff, doesn't she? She does. She has her own planner lineup. In fact, she has several planners. She writes all of the same things in them, but she has three <laughs> of them. It's very cute. Oh, she needs to make an Instagram. Um, we are working on talking about <laughs> letting her have an Instagram. Her planners? <laughs> well, just for, I don't know, like just for her because social media and teenagers scares me. Yes. Yeah, yeah me too. So um, I don't know. I don't know. If, I mean, technically she doesn't have to ask me if she can have an Instagram now because terms of service say they can have them when they're 13. So I mean. Does she know that though? No, she doesn't. Okay. Well, you keep that to yourself. I'm going to keep that right. <laughs> That's sacred. Uh, Nobody yeah. will tell you her. You have an Instagram until you're 21. Mm-hmm. 21. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so <laughs> that's so funny because Jamie's youngest downloaded Instagram and needed my help. He was like, how do I like see things and log in? And I helped him, like I helped him with it a little bit because he has a little phone and I, I helped him. And then a few days later, Jamie came to me and said, yeah, um, his mom took that off his phone because she is not ready for him to have Instagram. Mm-hmm. It just had not even crossed my mind. Like, well, he's 10. So, um, <laughs> so, you know, it's just, I, I, because all I see on Instagram is like, okay, I see planner stuff yeah, and I see like plus size influencers right and I see content that has to do with the office the show the office (laughs) that is like all that ever comes across my Instagram but then Jamie reminded me there's a lot of other stuff out there (laughs) yeah I watched this documentary it was like a short documentary not to scare everyone but these people posed as like a teenage girl and like within 30 seconds they had hits from like all of these weird creepy adults out there and that like I replay that documentary over and over in my head and I'm like nope not yet (laughs) oh man that is scary (laughs) yep well I mean so Katie do you get creepers in your dms do you ever get like creepy people coming to your dms yeah but I mean I don't even you know so I have it set up to where it asks me you know do you want to accept this message from this person and then I get to see the message. And if it's creepy, I just block them. Like, right. I don't even respond. Like, okay. I'm just, nope. 
<laughs> don't have time for you in my life right now. <laughs> well, if you, if you guys out there in listener land have not seen Katie Steiner, she is stunning. She's like a stunning, beautiful, beautiful person. And, um, I can see how you would get creepers. I can, like, I, <laughs> even with myself, like uh, my, my photographs on Instagram are not, I don't know. I don't feel like they're very pretty, but I get creepers too. So I'm just like, well, I bet you really, really get some people. Those, those men that come in, they're like, Hey, do you want a sugar daddy? Like, <laughs> but how much of that is like a real profile and how much of that is like a scam also? I know. Oh, I think it's totally scam. It's yeah. awesome. but I, I have the people, I have the people who just message me and they're like, hi. They don't say <laughs> anything else. I know there's lock. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I, I think that, you know, in our community, most of us, I think, do a pretty good job kind of like weeding out some of that weirdo stuff, but mm-hmm. social media is very scary. And, you know, with TikTok, as much as I love TikTok, as of like the past couple months, I've been like really into TikTok. I don't really yeah. want my kids to have it. Right. Well, and like on the other side of that, like I have been on the end of like receiving mean girl stuff and like, you know, having... I mean, our community is all girls. And so it's, I think, kind of inevitable that somewhere someone isn't going to like you. And I know that middle school kids, like just being a middle school teacher, they can, I mean, they can communicate really negative things really quickly. And just all of those things like play in my mind. Like, of course, she's going to eventually want to be on Instagram and social media, but I don't know. Part of me like wants to protect her like as long as possible. Definitely. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's obviously your prerogative as a parent. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, when do you want to let them? And then once you do kind of let them, you know, put a toe in that kind of world, you have to really monitor it. Like it takes a lot of effort as a parent. It does. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I don't, I, I know how it makes me feel when I receive a negative message on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. I just, I don't really think I want my kid to have to feel that yet you know? Yeah. No, I get that. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to look her friends in the eye when they're being mean and being like, are you sure you want to say that? (laughs) (laughs) So let's, um, let's, um, change the subject just a little bit. Um, so one of the things that has been a huge topic in our community lately has been influencers and affiliates and how they are compensated for their work. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Katie, I see you, you know, kind of, and I, I get that Aaron Condren collaboration emails pretty often, you know, once a month they send out that stuff. And I, I have not applied for a lot of collaborations lately, um, just because I, I knew that I didn't have the time to devote to it. But um, do you, right. every time one of those emails come out, like, do you respond and tell them like what exactly it is that you would like to do? Or are you kind of like at a point with like Sam and Tori where you're just like, they send you stuff automatically or like, like where, where are you now? Do you still apply for those collabs? Like, how's that working for you now? It, it kind of depends on the collab. Um, to be honest, you know, they, you know, I will sometimes uh, get emails asking me, Hey, you know, um, we'd really like you on this. Are you interested in collabing, you know, for this particular one? And sometimes I'll say, yeah, I'd love that. Or no, I'm really sorry. I just don't have time to devote to that right now. Because I feel like, you know, if you're going to be receiving, you know, free product, you really, I want to be fair about it. I really want to 
have the time and the energy and the focus to devote to, you know, to participating in that launch. And if I can't do that, you know, I just, I I don't accept, you know, the collab. Yeah. Um, Well, the first time that they ever, you know, approached me and said, Hey, do you want this summer surprise box? Um, You know, I thought, okay, the surprise box was like a huge honor you know, like mm-hmm. you're going to send you the surprise box and you're going to get to see it before everybody else and all this kind of stuff. Like, I thought that that was like a huge deal. And then like, what was it, Caitlin? Like three days later that Andy left. Yeah. So you, that was a hard time for you. Yeah. So like oh. they, sent me, they, they sent me the box and then like my marriage kind of fell apart and I didn't really get to, it's like when I look at that and I still have the box, I still have that summer box <laughs> um, and all the stuff is still in it. Because I just, I, I never got to, it's like, I was so excited about that collab and then all of this stuff happened in my personal life. And I was just like, okay. And then all the stuff happened in the planner community, like with Aaron Condren and the right and like all the kind of things that happened. And it was just like, all, it was like a perfect storm of you're not ever going to touch this box and put it on YouTube. You're just not. Um, and they have since sent me maybe one other one um, because I was trying to kind of like figure out how to work my way back into this planner life. And I just, for me, having a deadline is almost like too stressful. You know, it's like when right. they say, here's the date that this has to be released. I'm like, you know what? It's just, it's too stressful for me. Mm-hmm. And I, what I love about your content, Katie, is that like, I believe you when you say like, this is a good product. Right. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Or like, if you don't like something, I feel like that you're honest about it. You know, and I think that's really important as, you know, as an influencer to be honest about the products that you're reviewing, because, you know, to me, like, how are people ever going to trust me if I'm not honest with them? Um, And I'm really, I'm really grateful that, Aaron Condren is so cool about that as a company. Um, they, they really are fine with you providing your honest feedback about their products, you know, and if, if their product is not a good one, you know, then they need to take that back to the drawing board. You know, they don't see it as, you know, um, they see it as productive criticism, right? right. Um, and I've had to, I've actually gotten offers from other companies that, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say the company's name, but they, they emailed me and they were like, hey, would you like this free product in exchange for, you know, for promoting us? And, you know, at first I was really excited, but then when they sent me the contract, the contract said, you know, that if I say anything negative about the company or about the product, then I would be charged for the cost of the product that they were going to send me. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, thank you. No. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like when you, and at the time I was a very new influencer. Um, but I just knew like, this is so sketchy. This, this cannot be right. You know? And so it's like, whenever you get those, those emails, it's like, no, thank you. Like a quick, no, thank you. (laughs) If I can't be honest about the products that I'm reviewing, then I'm not going to do it. Well, and I, I feel like that, and I don't want to say anything about like other companies besides Aaron Condren, because I don't know, I don't Mm -hmm. know how the influencers or the content creators really feel about the products, but, 
Um, there are certain EC influencers that I do look at because I know that they're going to be honest about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's just, I think that the hardest part for me is that like, I am not going to be able to go on YouTube and pretend that I like something that I don't. For sure. Yep. Exactly. Right. You know, it's just like, it doesn't matter how many free planners you send me. I am right. not going to be able to get on my social media and say, Hey, this is great. If it really isn't. Um, mm-hmm. Because like, okay. So the last Aaron Condren surprise box that came out, I guess it was fall, the fall one with like the, right. the apron and like the cupcake stuff in it. Um, I did not apply for that collab. I did not buy that box. And when I saw it, I was like, I'm glad I didn't because I would not have been able to give a positive review because there was really not a whole lot in that box that was for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I, I guess at this point I have kind of decided that I really want to look at content creators and influencers that I do feel like are being honest because there are some that I think are just like, they tow the party line, whatever the company, they're just like, the company is first, mm, you know, it's right. like so worried about their relationship with the company that they are afraid to say anything real. And, um, you know, it's just, there's, you just have to be able to decide like, who are you looking at and how are they, I mean, are they really genuine? And I feel like you are, I really do. And that's, that's, I don't want to say like, well, that's why we had you on our show because I <laughs> Um, but you know, but thank you. I, I, I tried, I try to be genuine as much as possible. Right. And yeah. I, I think that, you know, the stuff that you, your content is very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, like it is, it's lovely. And you can, from an Instagram perspective, appear to have it all together, but right. at the end of the day, you are honest about the stuff that you receive. And that to me means a lot, you know, I mean, it just, especially when someone can put together beautiful content that is nice to look at, but you can also trust their opinion on things. Right. Um, I just, I don't know. I just think that that's, that, that's what makes for me, that's why I like, that's why I like following you, you know? So yeah. And I mean, you know, Caitlin is the same way. (laughs) She's not. Yeah. For me, that's why I don't really accept very many like collabs and stuff unless I don't know, unless I feel like really comfortable with the product and that kind of thing. And I mean, I've used happy planner pretty much since I started in the community and I've never, I've applied for the squad, but I mean, I don't think, I don't think that their reviews are necessarily ingenuine. I think that a lot of them really love the happy planner. And, um, I think they say a lot of really great things, but I feel like because I'm not being paid and because I'm not affiliated with a company necessarily, I can say whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a slippery slope because when you start in the community and you're so excited that someone has offered to send you a free planner, Mm -hmm. just because you're going to put a picture of it up on your Instagram, it's like, it can be really, really attractive, you know, like, oh my gosh, the stuff that I would have bought for myself already is going to be sent to me. But there have been things, I mean, there have been companies that have sent me stuff that I did not really like. I mean, there was this one company that sent me a fitness planner and I hated that thing. I was like, I will never write in this. This paper is garbage. The twin loop is terrible. The cover is awful. Like I don't like anything about it. I didn't even, I don't even know if I unboxed it on YouTube. I don't, it was just so like, it came to my house and it was, I mean, I think I threw it away when I moved. Oh no. Yeah. You know, it's just, (laughs) 
that, and that to me is a sign that I don't need to just say yes to everything that comes my way. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think also like attaching a monetary value can, I don't know, can also weed out some of those things as well. Like, I think there are some small shops in the community that I would probably promote like in exchange for product, but largely, I mean, I think being compensated for your time is really fair too. So, and that weeds out some of those like scammy ones that really want you in those contracts where you can't say anything, you know, negative about them and that kind of thing. Well, Katie, do you feel that you are adequately compensated for the work that you do for Erin Condren? I really do. Um, When I, when I first got into this, you know, like my goal was I would love to receive free product in exchange for Instagram and YouTube reviews. Like I was, I was so happy just with the free product. Um, But I have had like a couple of opportunities to work with Erin Condren and be compensated monetarily also. And usually that happens like whenever they're asking for a specific type of content, you know, um, whenever, or like a specific number of things. And, uh, and I'm, I've been so happy to work with them and definitely feel like they're treating me fairly. I feel valued and also appreciated. And I think that's really important whenever you're working with a company like this, that, that you feel those things. Mm -hmm. I don't feel ever taken advantage of or anything like that with Erin Condren. Well, that's really good to hear because like I said, your content is beautiful um, and I trust you. So it's just, you know, hearing it from your side that you, you know, feel good about your relationship with them. It's important to me. I want to know that the companies that I buy from, you know, are good to the people that promote them on social media. Absolutely. You know, um, just because so many of the people that I'm friends with on social media, that's what they do. You know, they promote you know, products for companies. And, um, that's been a big conversation lately about like people getting paid for their work. Um, you know, influencers, and it's not even just our community. I mean, it's all across the influencer spectrum. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have seen women influencers, especially speaking out lately saying like, this is how much time I put into this work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I'm not being compensated properly or, the company doesn't seem to respect me or my time. Like I, that to me says a lot about a company. I mean, it, it just, how, how they treat their, because social media is like the number one way now to kind of market things. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, when you hear that a company has zero marketing budget because they just rely on people marketing them for free on social media, that bothers me a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you're just having these people work for you for free. Um, so because the time that we spend, I mean, you know, you guys both know how long it takes to make a YouTube video. Um, mm-hmm. just, a, I mean, just a simple haul, you know, I mean, yeah. I just got a happy planner order like two days ago and knowing how long it's going to take me to sit down at my table and make the video where I show everybody what I got in that box, that's going to take time. And I bought that stuff. That's my own time and my own money. Exactly. Well, and right. Lee and I were talking this morning, I was doing some filming because I've been been out of the game a little bit because of my, uh, <laughs> my full-time job, but I sat down and filmed three videos and that took me two hours and I haven't even started editing them or making thumbnails for them or anything like that. So there's a lot of backend work that sometimes these brands, I don't think see, or they see, and they don't care about, which is frustrating as well. And this is not just planner brands. These are 
you know, other brands that come into people's inboxes and stuff too. Yeah. So it's, it's good to hear that, um, the planner community brands are starting to take this a little bit more seriously. Um, so yeah, that feels good too. Well, and obviously companies make mistakes. They make, mm-hmm. they make public mistakes. They make mistakes that everybody can see. Um, and we have been saying on the show for the past few weeks, Katie, that, you know, people need to use whatever products they want to. Absolutely. And, you know, your social media is your own. At the end of the day, what you put on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all these places, like that is your decision. And, you know, companies that make mistakes, companies that are learning, companies that are trying, maybe they're trying too slow, maybe they're not moving fast enough, whatever. It's just, I, I'm going to use what I like. And the reason why I started my Instagram was to show people what I like. And to have fun, like, yes, I, like to have fun. Like, yeah. Like right. to the community part of the planning community. And like there, there's absolutely no reason that anybody, whether you're a friend, whether you have a group chat with this person, whether you don't know them from, <laughs> from anybody else in social media, but there's absolutely no reason why anybody should be in anyone's inbox telling them what they should or should not use, um, or commenting something nasty on social media. Uh, if you don't like it, the unfollow button is right, right there. <laughs> like, yes. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so yes. much. And Caitlin is always telling people in YouTube comments, cause she's super real. She's like, well, maybe I'm not the content creator for you. Yeah. I have a whole craft. Yeah. Like I, I don't care about the numbers. Like it's nice to see like that. I have almost reached 30,000 subscribers. Like that's kind of a cool accomplishment, but if I lost them all today, like if social media was gone, um, I would still use a planner <laughs> and I would still have yeah. my and I would still have the things that matter and I would still have Leanne and I would still have, you know, all of these cool things that I've gotten from the planner community. And, um, I, I'm just going to use the planner that I want. Happy planner is in some hot water right now. And I still like their planners. Um, I think that it's fair that, you know, people can call them out for things and, you know, same when, um, you know, people were struggling with some of the things that Erin Condren, and the person was doing that kind of thing, right. like be vocal and use your platform, how you want to use it. But if somebody continues to use or discontinues using a product, like that's not your business. You didn't buy those products. So you got to chill. <laughs> right. Absolutely. When you think yeah. about it, like our planners, are very personal. You know, that's a very, that's a very personal thing. And when you decide to buy a planner, if you're just like a regular person, that's not trying to post anything on social media, it's not trying to be an influencer, not trying to make this a business or whatever, you know, you buy your planner and you use what works for you. Mm -hmm. And for me, where I went wrong was planning for the gram instead of planning for myself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I start like using a product or doing a certain thing, because I'm trying to get a company's attention or I'm trying to, you know, do a certain kind of, you know, be a certain kind of influencer with a certain kind of brand. I I just, that's for me, like where the functionality of planning falls away. Mm -hmm. And the other side of it, I, I always told myself when you stop planning to make your life better and start planning for other people, that's when you have to stop this. Mm -hmm. Because right. we have to keep our lives together. We have to. That's the reason why we bought our planners. Right. To make our lives more functional, to, to keep our, our minds together, to get our thoughts on paper or whatever. And what you choose to use is personal to you. And 
you deciding like how you feel about what a company is doing. Because if we, you know, really, if we think about it, both Erin Condren and Happy Planner have made some big mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so have other planner companies or small shops, you know? Well, I mean, yes, yeah, small shops, obviously we have seen some, I mean, okay, American Crafts has made some real big mistakes. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, it's just like these two like major companies in our community, like they're not perfect. Right. And the people that run them are just people and people are not ever going to be perfect. Right. And I had somebody come into my DMS the other day and she was like, well, are you going to continue using happy planner? And I told her that I was, and she's someone who also posts on Instagram. And she said that she didn't know if she wanted to keep using this brand because she's afraid of what other people will say. And I think, I think that is absolutely disgusting. Like that makes that (laughs) that is absolutely not what this community is about. I do not stand for that. I will not support that. Um, and again, I think people should use what they want. And if you don't like it, you can unfollow. And, uh, for me, if people don't like what, (laughs) what I'm using, that's, I I'm not the influencer for them. Yeah. Cause the planner needs to work for me in my life before it works for me in my social media. Right. Or even like, it has to be something that you vibe with, you know, like for me, I'm not as motivated to be in my planner if it doesn't have fun graphics in it. And I feel like that's what I love most about the happy planner. There are tons of other, um, you know, companies with discount options, but I don't know. I don't like my planner to look quite so grown up, (laughs) like a little bit more. (laughs) Do you ever feel like a kid in your planner? Like whenever you take your planner out places, well, and you're just so like, I, oh, I have stickers all over this planner. What am yeah. I going to like? <laughs> Absolutely. I do. And I kind of like hide that a little bit, which is funny because I'll put like a snap in cover that's like neutral and like black discs on my planner. So if I like am <laughs> that around in my bag, nobody knows, but I've had to like open it up at, you know, teacher staff meetings that we have in person. And they're like, what are you doing in this? <laughs> like don't you worry about it here's, I mean, here's the meeting that we need to go to with this student look it's right here what, I wrote it down. what kind of what kind of Grinch decided that you can't be professional and use stickers for real right. I mean especially teachers like we we use stickers on everything I have gotten good job stickers many a time <laughs> <laughs> so Katie did you struggle back in 2020 when people were like burning their Aaron Condren's and leaving the affiliate program and deciding they're not going to promote this stuff? Did that, was that hard for you? Like what, what was that like for you at that time? Definitely. Um, I, you know, I think everything was just really confusing. I kind of came to the game late, you know, like apparently like, you know, all of this stuff had happened uh, with Aaron Condren and I had to kind of like play catch up, like, wait, what happened? Why, why is everyone upset? I don't understand. <laughs> you know. So um, first, you know, it was like understanding, you know, what had happened, you know, and of course, like Aaron Condren, the person came out publicly and apologized for everything, um, you know, but then a- even after the, after the apology, you know, we would have people who would, you know, get on there and say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to follow, I'm not going to follow you, which is fine. You know, I don't, like you said, you know, if, if my content no longer relates to you, that's totally fine. It's totally your choice who you're going to follow and who you're not. But, you know, my problem was with the people who were being ugly and saying very cruel and personal things about me because of my choice to continue to use Aaron Condren. 
Um, and that was just, I felt like that was just really uncalled for. Um, and I feel like as, as a planner community, I thought we were better than that. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. And all of that is happening right now in the happy planner community. I don't know if you've seen any of it, but like, I haven't, I'm like to the game again. Yeah, (laughs) It's, it's It's a hot mess over there. And I mean, there's like a whole, there's like, um, you know, some people's feelings got hurt by the way that a sticker book was created and that's totally valid. Um, but there is also some of that ugliness that's happening. And, and like you said, like we, I, I really thought we were better than that. Like I thought we were a community. Um, I don't know why it has to be a versus situation, like you versus this person or these people, like everybody can, I mean, we're adults here, right? (laughs) Most of us are over (laughs) at the very least. Um, let's, let's act like it and come together as a community. That's, that's my opinion. Well, I think for me, it's like you have people that witnessed this whole, like, okay, so back in June of 2020, when all of that, like, Aaron Condren graduation stuff started going down, and, you know, people were, like, publicly burning their planners online, and throwing them in the garbage, and all this kind of stuff, you have people that are out here saying, well, if you spent your money on the planner, and you want to keep using it, then that is your decision, well, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you flip to, August of 2021 and happy planner makes a mistake and people are like, well, I'm going to keep using the planner. And other people are like, we're just going to cancel you because you're still using the stuff. And it's like, Mm -hmm. why are we giving the Erin Condren community this service where they can, you know, you spent your money on the planner. So go ahead and use it. But then, you know, if you're using happy planner stuff, then that's it. Like you you were supposed to stop, like, you know, so it's like, Mm -hmm. how are we giving like one, one, one company gets all of this, like, leeway and forgiveness and then the other company is like nope we're done we're done we're you know what I mean so it's just like I I don't really see yeah it seems it does it seems personal it does and that you know it's like it's taken the fun out of this I know it really yeah and that's that's the hardest thing for me is just like I want to use what I think is pretty I want to use what is functional for my life I want to use what is going to help me make my life better And that is why I started my Instagram in the first place was because it was, it was working for me and it was functional for me. And I wanted to share that with people. And it's just the judgment of this company made a mistake and you're still using their products. We're done with you. It's just like, just doesn't seem, it seems like it's like outside of what this community was kind of like founded on in the beginning. Like we first, like all, you know, we all just were kind of at the beginning, like, Oh, babe, support babes. And, you know, we love everybody and everybody is so like, Oh, your planner is beautiful and use what you need to use. But it's just all of a sudden it's that like, is, oh. that is not what's being practiced. It's no, there's like right. no tolerance. Now there is no tolerance for anybody who is like, yes, I hold this company accountable for the actions that they, that they do, but the products work for me. Mm-hmm. you know yeah, and, and to be out here picking people's content apart like I had someone else who came into my dms and was like oh you only use happy planner maybe you should try to branch out and I was I, you know I told them other things that I also use kind of feeling this need to defend myself a little bit and they're like oh well I didn't know that so I don't know yeah. it's just like why why are we doing this <laughs> you know yeah. right well Katie do you have anything in your lineup that's not Erin Condren right now like are you using any kind of other stuff or is like that's definitely what what's working for you and that's like kind of where you're gonna stay 
It's it's definitely what's working for me right now. But there was another planner that I was looking at. I think it was Amanda's favorites had done had done a, um, a video on this. Uh, I think it was like called Clean Mama Planner. Hmm. And it was like a planner that was completely devoted to cleaning and maintaining your house. Ooh. And I was just like, oh, I need that in my life. So <laughs> definitely something that I might order. Yeah. Um, it just, oh my gosh, like I, I, I struggle keeping the house clean. Um, you know, and, and that's, that's what happens when you have, you know, five little kids living there 24 seven. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just like those things that I, I feel like we're going to get back into a discussion about cleaning, but it's like, you know, you, you have those everyday things that you do to maintain the house. And it's like, yeah, you know, like we clean the countertops and we sweep the floor and stuff like that. But then you forget about things like changing the air filter and the air conditioning, <laughs> right? And so, you know, just just a planner to kind of keep me on track with some of those things that you kind of forget about um, yeah. would be really helpful. So I might I might order something like that. Well, we have talked to a lot of Happy Planner um, affiliates, influencers, squad members, or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, you know, they don't really branch out from the brand either. So it's like. you you kind of find like what works for you. And, um, for me, maybe I just haven't found, like, I have not like married one brand or the other. Um, there Mm -hmm. have been days where I'm like, Oh no, I'm hardcore EC. Don't try me. And then there's other (laughs) days where I'm like, well, these white metal discs are real cute over here on this happy planner. So maybe I'll try that. So it's just like, you know, I I'm kind of like flip-flopping. Um, but I just, I have never like followed an influencer or a person on Instagram or whatever, because they use a certain brand. Right. Right. Like I, I don't like, I don't see like people that are like, oh, I am a happy planner. Well, really that's the products that you use, but it's not who you are. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and that's why I think that we can kind of say like, Let's step back from like some of the dumb things that maybe some of these companies have done. Well, and not, and not even to just like downplay that they're dumb. Like they can be downright hurtful sometimes. And, and all of that is totally valid. Right. Yeah. Um, but like at the end of the day, we're a community and like, we came here for a purpose to connect with other people who have shared interests. And of course we have things outside of our lives that, you know, that matter to us. But at the end of the day, like you said, Katie, I really did think we were better than that. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, back in 2020, when people were like, you know, throwing their Aaron Condren planners away very publicly, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, well, if you spent your money on that and you are like not trying to use that stuff anymore because of what happened, then, you know, that's up to you. You can find a different brand, but right. there were some people that were like, you know, I'm going to keep using this because I believe that, you know, people are, you know, imperfect and they can learn and Um, you know, some of the steps that the companies have made like more for like diversity and inclusion and things like that. I mean, I can see the things that they're doing, um, and uh, nitpicking each other is not how we're going to win this. No. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't think that going after like individual people for what they're choosing to use is a good way to say, I don't like what a company is doing especially when you call those people, your friends, right? Right. It's so really right. interesting how quickly that, that term number one gets thrown around and number two, how quickly that ends. Yeah. So it's just, I started my whole Instagram journey 
because when I found this planner, it helped me get my life more organized. Mm -hmm. And when it stops doing that, that's when it becomes a problem. When I start thinking more about like influencer life or the business or content creation or whatever, that's when it becomes like, "Mm, maybe you're not doing this for the right reasons. And, you know, I need my planner. And this is funny because, you know, Caitlin just asked me before this, don't you think you should get a planner since you don't know what day it is? Um, (laughs) I'm like, that's what, you know, I have been so concerned with whether or not I was going to make it back onto Instagram that I haven't even touched my planner. Yeah. And that is a problem. You know, the planner needs to be for me, not for Instagram true right and that is obviously something that I need to work out within myself not on the show but (laughs) (laughs) it's talk therapy right (laughs) um so why don't we y'all y'all know what time it is Caitlin you know what time it is I know what time it is uh Katie does not know um so (laughs) it is currently page time and okay you know, as an Erin Condren planner, this is not something that has been like super in your face like it has for people who use Happy Planner. But, you know, there's a page at the front of every month that asks you like what you're currently reading, what you're currently, you know, eating, that kind of stuff. And um, we don't see those as much in the Happy Planner as we used to. But um, we're holding mm-hmm. on to it real hard on this show. We are real holding okay. on. <laughs> yes, because this is a very interesting part of every episode is to find out what our guests are currently doing. So um, do you want to start us off, Caitlin, and ask her what yes. she's currently let doing? Me, let me grab. I'm very professional over here, ready, as always, with the notes. <laughs> um, what are you reading right now? Are you reading anything? I'm really not. Um, I feel like a lot of my focus lately has been on homeschooling the kids, and I'm famous for like, I'll see a book and I'll be like, oh, that's such a great book. I can't wait to read it. And then I'll buy it and then I'll start it and then I'll put it down and I'll never pick it up again. So I'm terrible about that. <laughs> so that's uh, I understand that. That's what I'm we'll currently not reading. reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm currently reading eight different books, but I'll never finish any. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, do you even like find... I mean, do you have time, like even in your life to even read? Um, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it just, you know, it, it, it just like, it's like a balancing act, right? You know, it's like, if you, you know, want to spend an hour reading a book, you're going to pay for that somewhere else, you know, with a uh, laundry that didn't get done or a meal that, you know, you're late starting to prepare, so it, it is hard to like find those chunks of time, you know, to, to sit down with a book, but, yeah. um, yeah, yeah. Especially because like when I start a book, like it ruins my life until I finish it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, do you know what I am reading right now? This is going to sound so corny, but I'm reading the Bible. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I started, yeah, I started listening to this podcast. And so I don't know if you can technically call it reading because it's a podcast that I listen to, but it's, um, it's called the Bible in a year podcast. Ooh. And so, you know, it's like, you're listening to it and I'm much more of an auditory person. And so you're listening to it. And, um, and this priest, father, Mike Schmitz, um, reads through the entire Bible over the course of a year. Oh, wow. So it's really interesting. They're reading it to you then. Yes. Yes. Oh, that makes a whole difference. 
Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, of course, you can always pick up a Bible and follow along, which I do sometimes. But um, but it, it, it's really nice because it's like, you know, you're not getting caught up in all of those hard to pronounce names and places and stuff like that. You know, like it just keeps going. <laughs> so um, it's making the whole the whole journey through the Bible a lot easier to get through because, um, you know, it just it's like you kind of just let it wash over you. And whatever sticks gets to stick, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I've read a lot of books in my life cover to cover. You know, I mean, I read three of those Game of Thrones books and those were like thousand pages each. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I know that I can handle a large text and finish it, mm-hmm. but I've never been able to do it with the Bible and I've tried. I really have. Right. Um, but yeah, that sounds really cool. And I mean, there are apps that will read the Bible to you. Um, but they all sound kind of like, it's like, almost like if Siri was reading the Bible to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, this is like, this is like a podcast. This is an actual human being person who reads scripture to you. And then he, then he actually like goes back and he talks about it a little bit. Like he points certain things out in the, in the text that, um, that, you know, just, just calls it out, you know, like this can kind of relate to our lives because of this, or, you know, let me tell you this interesting historical fact, you know, this is why, you know, the Bible says this, you know, so I'm kind of learning about it as a, you know, um, historical from a historical perspective, but also from a, how the Bible relates to our lives perspective. Right. So it's really interesting. And, and that, that has been something that I've been able to consistently do. And that's because like, I do it first thing in the morning before, like, before I put on the mom hat, like I'm, you know, making my coffee and I'm sitting down in my chair with my Snuggie. I have a Snuggie. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> and, uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I listen to this podcast. So anyway, Oh my God. That that has been something I've been able to consistently do. That is amazing because the only podcast that I have time for lately is the office ladies. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Cause anything that has to do with the office, like that's what I listen to. But I, I think that that would be really good for me because as long as he is giving you some like interpretation or guidance. Yeah. Um, you know, because anybody can read the Bible, but there are people that are like real Bible scholars Mm-hmm. you know, that really know actually, the stuff. He actually has a Bible scholar on there periodically as a guest. So like whenever you're starting like a new, not, not a new book, because that would be too much, but like a new section of the Bible. Yeah. Like for example, whenever you're talking about like, you know, the, uh, the different prophets, yeah. you know, he kind of gets on there and he's like, okay, you know, here's, here's how to like, how to get through this, you know, how to read this, you know, um, here's what's going on in history behind it so that you can have a better understanding of why they're saying the things that they're saying in this book. Right. Um, So that's been really helpful to me. And Um, without that, I don't think I could get through it. There's some books like, okay, so Song of Solomon is a little racy. Yeah. (laughs) It was interesting. (laughs) Like, you know, to listen to somebody like read that and interpret it like, Ooh, like that sounds that kind of, that sounds kind of hot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God, that's so awesome. I love it. I love that. I think I'm going to look for that podcast. I think that would be good for me. Yeah. Bible yeah. in a year. Oh, I so. love it. 
So what are you planning right now? Are you planning anything big, like an event or a trip or anything? What are you planning right now? Oh, you know, I do have a trip coming up next month. Um, my mom and I are going to do like a little birthday trip, like girls weekend. Um, so I don't know how much of that I'm going to actually like be planning in my planner because it's probably going to be one of those, like, let's just do whatever we feel like <laughs> for the weekend things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do have a, I do have a trip coming up. Um, so I'm excited about that next month. Um, other than well, that, you know, we are going. Uh, we are going to, I can't remember the name of the town, but it's right by Gulf Shores. Oh, so, so it's, it's like, so pretty. <laughs> right. I'm so excited. Oh, that's awesome. Well, and I just, I just got back from a girl's trip for a friend's bachelorette weekend. Nice. And, oh my gosh. There is really something awesome about like getting away from the man in your life and the children in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and just being yourself. So I, I love that. Are you close with your mom? I am, you know, um, we we've been getting closer since I moved back from Alexandria to Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's been, that's been pretty nice to be able to kind of reconnect on a more like everyday level with her. Oh, well, I, I love that. I think that's, that's <sighs> mom trips are the best. I mean, Sometimes. who can you be yourself <laughs> with more than your mom? Right. <laughs> I suppose that is up for debate. <laughs> um, okay. What are you watching lately? Have you been watching anything good? Um, I just finished, well, it's not really finished because it's an ongoing series, but um, it's a, it's a Netflix documentary series called Countdown. Ooh. Have you guys heard of that? I have not. Oh, no. I'm interested. Okay. So did y'all see the uh, SpaceX um, inspiration for launch? Yes, I did. Okay. So the whole, the whole documentary series is about that, that inspiration for mission and just really about how SpaceX is changing the game when it comes to space exploration, because this inspiration for was like the first all civilian mission that went up into space. Yeah. And so it was like a little bit about the people that were chosen and the training that they had to go through and just their journey to space. And it was so interesting. And they have another episode that's going to come out, I think at the end of September. And that's going to be like, I guess, you know, the launch itself and how it all went. So I'm really excited to watch that. But one of the, um, one of the people who got to go on that trip, her name is Haley Arsenault. And we actually graduated from the same high school. Oh, <gasps> wow. Well, that's so cool. Yeah. So I, I don't know her. I've never met her or anything. She was a little bit after my time, but it was just, it was so cool to find that out. It was like, oh my gosh, that's like, you know, part of my, you know, part of my, you know, um, alma mater family, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When people from my high school do cool things, I'm always like, yeah, I went to high school there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get, didn't go to space or anything, but yeah, but, um, that sounds awesome. My husband is really into like SpaceX and Elon Musk and stuff. So that might be something that we do for like a at home date night. So thanks for this. Yes. Oh, Brian yeah. would love that. I feel like would that's he, love that? he totally would. Yeah. That's right up Brian's alley. I, you know, Jamie might like it too, because he's like kind of interested in those bazillionaires and what they're doing. Yeah. Um, right. And I don't know. I like the idea of like regular people being able to go into space a little bit. 
Oh, Girl, I, yeah. I cannot even get on a plane. I am, there is no way. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin can't even fly to North Carolina from Portland. So, oh, no, no. <laughs> two glasses of wine before I get on the plane. But y'all, if they told me like, hey, we're giving away free trips to the moon, I'd be like, sign me up. I want to go. Oh, right. So sad. I'm like, it's just right up there. It's just right there. You know, like, what? No, ma'am. <laughs> she said no, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, I know. I could never go on a spaceship, Caitlin, but man, strap me in. Like, I'll put on the helmet, whatever you need me to wear. Like, I want to go to space. Brian like, is going to want to go too. That's my husband. And so you can go with Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes, and, we, and I will stay here and hold down the fort. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that I think that it would be really fun to like, hey we're gonna go to mars well you know what i'll go with you um <laughs> <laughs> well no i mean they had to actually go through all of the astronaut training um yeah. to be like certified for flight right wow. um so it was a lot of work and it was a lot of training for them and you know the, the documentary kind of you know shows you know it's not like you just hop in a car and you're like oh i'm along for the ride right. like no they actually had to prepare for it and um Oh, it's just such a cool story. I'm going to, I'm going to get lost talking about this, but, um, the, uh, <laughs> so, you know, again, like Haley Arsenault, you know, her story is that she is a childhood cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. So she is the first childhood cancer survivor to be in space. And she's also the first person with a prosthetic to be in space. So like, her story is just amazing. Um, so I don't know if you could call her like just an ordinary person, but yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, like it's, it's a pretty cool series to watch. Yeah. She has some superpowers. She does. She does. She's extraordinary. Right. She's got that little extra. Well, I, I'm going to look for that because I, I, and I have a 10 year old son who is obsessed with space. Yeah, there you go. And, um, like, that's kind of all he talks about. He wants to be an astronaut. Like he wants to go to school on a baseball scholarship, but he wants to major in whatever you do to be an astronaut. So it's very cute about his like astronaut stuff. So he's been real into that kind of SpaceX stuff, um, Mm -hmm. paying attention to that, um, because he sees that like, there's becoming other ways to be an astronaut than just NASA. Oh, cool. Like that's like, that's, yeah, like that's what he's seeing is that like there are other people that are trying this besides this one government agency. Yeah. You know, so, you know, as a 10 year old, he doesn't know much about like really anything, but he is seeing that like I don't have to work for NASA, you know, I could probably still go. So, yeah, you know, it is just, it's very interesting. It's an interesting time, mm-hmm. um, you know, that there's people just even in this country that are rich enough to, to, to even try it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, all right. Moving on to one of our favorite categories. What have you been eating lately? Anything you're loving, craving? What are you eating? You know, um, it's funny that you mentioned that because when we, um, in Louisiana, when the weather like drops a little bit and you get that first little taste of fall, everyone makes chicken gumbo. Ooh. And so I haven't, I haven't had some yet, but that is something that I am looking forward to eating is, is a good gumbo. So, um, yeah, like when, when the weather, when the weather drops, it's like, oh yeah, like we're making this. <laughs> so it's just like one of those good, like fill you up hearty comfort food kind of meals. Have you guys ever had gumbo? 
I've I never have, heard it, but yeah. it sounds delicious because I love soup and I love spicy things. And so it sounds yeah. like something I would really like. When I think of gumbo, am I, am I wrong? Sometimes it has sausage in it, right? Yeah. It just depends on, on what you're putting in it. Like you can have a seafood gumbo, but my favorite is just chicken and sausage. Yeah. Mm. I love, oh my gosh. I love that kind of spicy sausage. Oh yes. And like that red sauce. No, I do. I love it. Um, I love just naming soups. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like Caitlin and I last fall, I think we just went back and forth with like soup names for like a few days, just like, Hey, Italian wedding and chicken noodle. And because when it comes fall, it's like, it's time for soup. It's time for soup yes. and, bread and, you know, like, and scarves and hoodies. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And I always kind of around August get like this little like wild hair and I'm like, you know what? I don't care that it's still 95 degrees outside. I'm going to make turkey chili tonight for dinner because <laughs> there you that's go. what I want to eat. Because it's just so like, oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. And it is definitely, I've seen a lot of memes lately that are just about people in soup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's fall. So no, I love that. That sounds delicious. So you send me your gumbo recipe so I can make it. Ooh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right. What's next, Caitlin? Well, what is next? I told you I'm super professional. Okay. What are you loving right now? Uh, I think just like the fact that fall is like right around the corner. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about that. That's always my favorite time of the year. Um, when the weather drops and like, it gets really pretty and pleasant outside. We, we get very, little pleasant weather in Louisiana. It's either like super hot or super cold, but like you get these like couple of weeks in the fall and couple of weeks in the spring that are really, really nice. And so that's, that's kind of what I'm loving right now. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask you because we always do like, we talk about weather on the show a lot. Um, (laughs) and um, I know that like Caitlin is like fall is coming to, you know, the Oregon side of things and you know we're kind of starting to cool down here in North Carolina but man I bet Baton Rouge is still hot as balls (laughs) it's actually really it is nice right now like currently it's nice I'm sure it will be hot again soon but it currently it's really nice yeah in the south we call this false fall (laughs) yes yes exactly Mm -hmm. yeah because like we we know it's not gonna last yeah because I know we have some fall weather like today is like a real kind of mild day but then we have days this week that are still going to be like in the upper eighties and the nineties. So it's like, it's yeah, not it's really fall. Right. I have on my long boots right now, like my tall boots. Um, <laughs> it's 82 degrees in Portland, but I told my husband, I was like, today is the last 80 degree day. <laughs> and last week I told him, I was like, it's the last 90 degree day. <laughs> <laughs> I do right. not need these boots on. I have them on, but I do not need them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. sorry yeah. that was my doorbell if you guys heard that it's okay we just had a real life moment it's all right oh no we don't have that on this show but we have them more than no. we have. and you know what I think I think I actually just got my Erin Condren package in <gasps> she's gonna be yes. like hey, can we wrap this up so I can go look at that <laughs> it's fine it's fine so what are you dreaming right now do you have any dreams goals like what are you what are you dreaming of for your life Oh man, I, I feel like such a loser for saying this, but really nothing right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm, uh, I'm just kind of trying to get through each day as it comes. Um, you know, like, I mean, obviously like I'm working on like homeschooling. Um, but as far as like far into the future, I can't really think of anything right now. <laughs> so 
I think that that's the way a lot of people have been with COVID. It's like, yeah. well, we're all just kind of dreaming of a time when maybe things will be back to normal and we won't have to be worried. Exactly. All the time. Um, exactly. But, you know, we're all just kind of like holding down the fort as best we can with what we have. Yeah. Um, right. So, you know, and it's not like there's all these different kinds of planners that are like goal setting planners. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm, I do, I buy them and I buy the goal setting extension packs and all this kind of goal getter and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, you know, my goal is to like, get a load of laundry done. Right. Make it through right. the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my like for my children to not fight once today. Did my kids <laughs> yeah. eat today? Then that's probably like the only other thing that I can dream of is that everyone gets fed and goes to bed and they're safe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I feel like we've been just living in this reality for so long with, you know, plans being canceled. You know, like I had so many events that I was looking forward to in September that just ended up being canceled because of either COVID or the hurricane. And it was just like, okay, I'm not looking forward to anything anymore. Are you go wild in March? No, no. I've always wanted to go, but that's just, it, it's not going to be um, a possibility for me right now. So yeah, makes sense. I'm just going to come yeah. Indiana and meet you on my own. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, um, can I stay at your house? Thanks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know Leanne's got that travel bug right now. She's like, I'm coming to Portland. I'm getting ready for go wild in LA. Like she's yeah. ready to go. I'm like buying oh. my fancy plane masks and stuff, like trying to get right. ready for air, for air travel. My parents drove <laughs> to Texas this past week. They drove from North Carolina to Texas. Ooh. And I talked to my dad this morning and he was like, yeah, it was fine, but your mother really needs to get away from me now because we've been <laughs> a few thousand miles together and I'm yeah. just, y'all should have just flown. Why did you not fly? And he's like, cause we do not like to fly. Exactly. <laughs> Flying is the devil's work. <laughs> it's sorcery. How could those planes stay? It in it's so bad. <laughs> All right, moving on. We're going to go deep, right, Caitlin? We are. We're going to go with feeling. What are you feeling right now? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have to think about this one for a minute. I mean, I, I'm, I am, uh, I'm feeling good right now. You know, um, I, I feel, I feel like I'm, you know, made it through the week. It's, you know, we're recording this. It's Saturday when we're recording this. So I'm feeling good. Um, Sometimes that's all you can do is make it through the week. Like really, I mean, right. Putting one foot in front of the other is feels real good. (laughs) Definitely. And seasons change and like you're planning for, I don't know, holiday things. I feel, I feel like that's, that's when I start to falter is when my routines need a little change up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Things do. I mean, school starting back, all the different kinds of like transitions that you go through in your life are just like, you know, everything is. I, I don't want to say that we're like, that I am like, I don't want to speak for anybody else. I, I don't want to just like survive my life anymore. I want to like live and like really not feel like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we made it through today. But there are days that I'm just like, you know, if everybody gets to where they need to go safely and everybody eats enough and then everybody asleep soundly in their bed, like that's really all like that makes, that's what makes me feel good. Exactly. Right. It's just like, you know, getting, getting something done, something like this morning I did <laughs> laundry. I put away two loads of laundry and I was like, you know what? I'm winning the day. Like I don't have to well, do any rest. Else. Rest is an accomplishment. So yes. I need like a round of applause. Instagram. 
Y'all need like a round of applause sound effect on this podcast. Yes. Like let's all cheer for you for getting two loads of laundry done today. Yes. So we're going to snap. We just snap. Yay. 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 We did some laundry. When I have one load that makes it from the washer to the dryer. Well, I mean, our oh. listeners have known from the beginning that like Caitlin and I have both had rooms that were so full of laundry that you couldn't see the floor. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, now that I have moved and I am living with a person who is a little OCD and doesn't like for there to be anything in the hamper, he's like, excuse me, your hamper is too full. And I'm like, uh, but I need somebody to push me. And here would be my response. I'd be like, sir, you are a grown man. You can go ahead and put that in the washer for me. But it's my clothes. It's my stuff. It's my laundry. Like it's I'm not going to our laundry now that you live together. <laughs> okay. So he needs to be washing my bras. That's what needs to be happening. I'm that you're washing his underpants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, speaking of bras, um, I left a bra under a pillow on the couch downstairs this week. Mm-hmm. When, oh, we, no. when we didn't have any kids at the house because you know like sometimes you're just at your house and you're just like oh i'm not going anywhere else today let me take this off yeah <laughs> well i came downstairs this morning and that bra was like sitting out on the dining room table oh great <laughs> and the 15 year old was the only person downstairs so i knew that he like and he was like laying on the couch where the bra had been so i was like oh, no. He just moved my bra from the couch to the table. That child touched my bra. Like, that's not appropriate. <laughs> like, I got to do better. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that live here. You can't just leave your clothes everywhere. <laughs> not today. No, you cannot. It's hard. It's a hard life. It's hard to learn and figure out all these new things. So <laughs> that's a little that's a little peek into what my day was like with the bra. Um <laughs> So what are you listening to right now? I mean, you did talk about you're listening to, you know, the priest reading the Bible. Are you listening to anything else? What kind of music or anything that you're into? Oh man, I'm not really listening to anything right now. I mean, you know, we, we do listen to music whenever we're like driving places, but you know, um, I try to keep it kid friendly because I always have my kids with me, you know, so, you know, it's like a lot of Disney music. <laughs> hey, Caitlin loves that. No, you do <laughs> love that Disney stuff. I mean, only because I know all of the words, but I don't think that's what I would put on in the car. No, yeah, I like if I'm, if I'm by myself, I like, you know, just different music, but yeah. you know, normally, normally I always have the kids with me. So that makes sense. well, my children and I have listened to many, many hours of the Lion King soundtrack, the Aladdin soundtrack, the Frozen soundtrack, Moana, like the I can play, like, soundtrack is my favorite for in the car. That stuff always ends up on our, on the you know when we're in the car. So mm-hmm. yeah, I hear that right. family stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're just at that season in our lives. I think exactly. <laughs> I'm not out here playing Megan the Stallion in the car with my kids. <laughs> 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 That's just for mom when she's alone. <laughs> okay, and I have the last one, but it's the f- most fun one. Well, it could be depending. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking right now? <laughs> I am drinking water <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> excellent what are you going to be drinking tonight on a Saturday night? What are you going to be drinking? Wine? Probably just, probably just water. <laughs> you know, um, okay. I saw a meme the other day that was talking about like adult beverages, right? Mm-hmm. How, when you're a kid, you think, oh, well, coffee is a grown up drink, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then when you're a teenager, you think, oh no, I thought it was coffee, but it's actually alcohol. Alcohol is an adult beverage. And then when you're an adult, you find out it was actually water all along. So <laughs> that water is the most adult drink that you can drink. So that's yeah. probably what I'm going to be drinking tonight. <laughs> it really is. I remember when I finally achieved both of my children love water. You know, like that took some time because like, you know, when you're like, when they drink milk as babies and you know, like they're right. Cause like you, they don't really encourage you to give like just water to a baby, you know, but then like, as they start to become toddlers and they're moving into like, you know, whole milk and like juice and stuff like that. It's like, you really have to teach them to like water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to just yeah. say, well, if you're thirsty, just go in the kitchen and get some ice water, you know, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. now both of mine love to drink ice water. And I feel like if I've done nothing else as a mom, at least I've set them up for that adult beverage. <laughs> yes, <Right. laughs> exactly. my kids are the same way. Like Harrison would much rather drink water than like juice even. Yes. Both of mine are at that point now. Mm-hmm. It took time and maybe one day I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, <you will. laughs> yeah, because I can be like, I can tell when my body like really needs for me to just like drink eight ounces of water. Mm-hmm. but I'm like yeah. oh do you mean vodka okay <laughs> oh you want water in coffee right <laughs> yes iced coffee there's got to be a balance there is water like okay so my body is craving water let me put some more iced coffee in I mean, right, exactly. water, it, it started as water <laughs> it was it originated as water <laughs> oh my gosh okay so Katie this has been so so much fun we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up now because we've had you on here for like a thousand hours now so, <laughs> oh it's been so much fun though it has. oh my gosh can you like just real quick just tell everybody like one more time like all of your Instagram and YouTube and Etsy, all the things like just plug yourself one more time. Sure. So, um, Instagram, you can find me there at Katie C Steiner on YouTube. I have a channel, just search for Katie Steiner, I guess. <laughs> I don't really have like a, uh, a channel name or anything. Um, and then Etsy I'm on there. It's uh, Katie Steiner designs all one word. Awesome. If you guys need some of those, like awesome homeschool digital downloads like I I bet that's where to go because it sounds like Katie knows what she's talking about so absolutely you'll need to go there um and if you're looking for Caitlin you can find Caitlin on Instagram at creating in chaos underscore official and you can find her on YouTube as creating in chaos and she also has a fun Instagram for teaching it's chaos in the classroom so go look at that and she also has a really awesome duck instagram i know ducks she has some ducks you can find them at ducking chaos underscore official she also has a patreon and she hangs out at the spice chaos podcast instagram too so i don't know if i've covered all your places caitlin but i've gotten at least part of them i think you did it you did did a great job um and then you can find leanne at spice plans on youtube instagram and patreon and you can also find her at spice horizons over on instagram where she likes to play animal crossing sometimes and then you can definitely find her right here with me every monday and friday as well as the spice chaos podcast instagram where she makes all of the beautiful cards for our beautiful guests 
And sometimes I do it a little bit late, but they usually get done. They make it, they (laughs) They make it up there. (laughs) So, um, oh my gosh, this has been like everything that I thought that it was going to be Katie. Like you are just a doll and I love you and you belong to us now. So, um, yeah, um, whenever, whenever we need to go to Louisiana, we're calling you. (laughs) Absolutely. You better. So, um, yes, everyone, if you're not following Katie or you're not following Caitlin, go follow them. And if you want to, you can follow me too. Um, and you can check us out on our Patreon, which has got some really fun stuff coming up. We want to thank everyone who has signed up for that. We love you. And, um, you know, everybody go out there and have a really, really fun week. I hope that everyone gets like nice weather and that it starts to feel like fall and you can have all your pumpkin things and your boots and all the things and your soup and your gumbos and all the yum from fall things. Um, but yeah, have a great week and, um, yeah, guys, we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye. Bye.